0: Cliffcentral.com
1: Yo, I put it like wow This that sounds These Oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bao Bell Stand my ground, throw these money trees, go overseas like Percy Tao, I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud, no is allowed me, positivity took a vow, I always play to win, don't anticipate loss, mind always in the cloud my boy, never think about the drop, never ever ever think about the drop.
2: Just when he thought it was safe to go back onto the internet, say, this has been so good. MKT's back. I'm so happy that he's back. But then he is not back. Listen, we know where he is. We hear it's very fancy. I heard the inklings of a voice note that said something LA style. It's where the rich and famous are. We're going to get into that later. PTP is back on the MKT show. Is it a takeover? It's more like when you let someone else drive your car. The seat's not quite in the right space. They've changed your presets. They've turned the air conditioning way up or way down. It smells a bit. So basically not a full takeover. I'm driving MKT's car today. Where is he? We'll find out. This is the MKT slash PTP show. Better late than ever. We'll make sure it's worth the wait. Senzo's here. My friends are here. Paul's Weird World of Football is back. It's Thursday and it's hot where we are. Ryan's even wearing a tank top. Back after we make some spinny things happen. Cliffcentral.com. Last week, we had something called the PTP Takeover. This week, MKT back MK, MKT comes back in. When I left here last week, everyone on the crew was dressed like respectable gentlemen. Dressed like they're going to go home and meet their girlfriend's mother's. I come back in today, I see shoulders, I see tank tops, I see shorts, grown men in short pants at work. It feels like, I don't even want to say what feels like at work, I'm going to incriminate myself. Thank God, Senzo, look at those two, look at that, look at those shoulders. That is Ryan over there, and that is a beautiful Lakers shirt, Listen, if you can't see, that isn't black and white, it is black and gold. Is that what it is? That's amazing. That is some beautiful, beautiful stuff. Well done, Ryan. Thanks for the guns. Uh, thank Austin, God there's no children around.
3: I asked him, are those guns on safety? Does he have a license
2: for them? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Ryan's the sort of guy that'll go buy a gun from Walmart. And because he knows somebody, he doesn't even have to go for the two-week waiting period ryan's an active shooter with those guns active shooter in the cafeteria (laughs) not to make lots of high school shootings uh senzo how are you what's happening at least you're dressed like a gentleman wearing socks unlike some of the charlatans in here yeah no these these
3: guys just yeah i'm just waiting for the first guy to wear slops and shorts to 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 work i'm just waiting what's your take slops and shorts or slops and jeans what's worse for you I think slops and jeans because it makes no sense. Like, it's like people that wear. I saw a guy actually last week. I actually asked, like, one of my mates. He was wearing a hoodie and jeans. Like, he was wearing, like, a big hoodie, like, and jeans and, like, slops. I was like, so he's, his top off is cold and then his feet are fine. Where was he? Uh, yeah, he Johannesburg. Was in Joburg, yeah, Johannesburg.
2: Now, if you're international, Johannesburg is landlocked. We yeah. have no coast. We're a big, dirty, grimy city. We're landlocked. That sort of behavior, what your friend was wearing, you see that at the coast. Sometimes you're guilty of that at the coast when no you're on sure. holiday, going out at night. That's formal wear at the coast. But listen, for me, I can't. I hate slops.
3: Slops are the most disgusting shoes ever. Slops and Crocs, they all belong in a bin somewhere.
2: Like, what are you doing wearing slops, sis? Dude, look, I wear slops at home. I've got to admit, I will not wear them out. I don't like feet. You know, I get some people on Instagram, they love feet. There's all those Instagram accounts with celebrities' feet. That's gross. I don't, I don't like feet. Feet? Freak me out, foot fingers, I'm not into them. Really? I can't, I can't, I don't like feet. I don't like dealing with people like having serious business or work or life conversations. And they've got their feet out. I don't want to see your toes. <laughs> it's like seeing your genitals. I've got to be honest. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm out with you yeah. and I'm trying to have it, that's how I feel about feet. Like for me, I can't like, I do not, do not know
3: what irks me? Girls with ugly feet. Like, you can't be a girl and have an ugly foot, like an offensive foot.
2: Or ugly hands, like yeah. you're a bricklayer or something. Like, I get very offended. Yeah, it's like, I need I need that to, I need those hands to love me. Now, listen, we've got to address, where is MKT? I've heard rumors. He sent in a tweet. Our theme is, dress for the chick who's going to break your heart. That's a true story. That's a true story. You bring out what you want. Dress for the chick who's going to break your heart. Dress for the chick. Theme for the show so like okay my thing is that's like what does that even
3: look like does that mean like wear a tuxedo or like look your sunday best or i don't know because if you dress for the chick that's going to break your heart you set a precedent that means mm. you from only there from there you can only go downhill keep it casual you think well let's keep it casual keep it casual because now people don't know if you're special if they're special or not so yeah
2: you know just finishing off on the feet thing you know my family we used to be in the liquor industry and uh You've got to worry about shoplifting all the time. All yeah. the time. Guys coming shoplifting. My father taught me the most important thing to this day I don't trust. He says, never trust a man who walks into a shop other than maybe a Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday morning you do it. A guy who walks into a bottle store during the weekend flip-flops, you've got to watch him. That man has nothing to lose. He can't run fast. doesn't care. Kicking the slops off, he's down the road with a bottle of Hennessy. Are you serious? That's but, what I saying. But, but like... Um... Did, did did people did you did you
3: ever like see people try shoplifting? Like booze? my dude,
2: my dude, shoplifting goes to a whole new level in a bottle store, right? Yeah. You think people are shoplifting small things? Like we all know the size of a seven fifty bottle, right? Yeah. yeah. I have seen a seven fifty bottle go in every orifice of a person. I, every. Always be careful of the guys walking into the shop a bit slouched, walking out very straight backed. Uh huh. Then you don't want that bottle back. Yeah. I'll tell you nine times out of ten, yeah, you don't want that bottle back. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where that's going? Uh-huh. Women who crouch down to the bottom shelves and have, are wearing dresses and they're crouching down looking at the bottom shelves. Yeah. You know what's happening there. I don't want to be crude. Uh-huh. This is a family show. Uh-huh. But you know where those are going. Uh-huh. We had a staff member who every Saturday he would take a big bucket of ice you know those big five liter buckets filled with ice and a friend would come buy one of those and say oh no we're just taking ice because we want to keep our beers cold over the weekend all right and we'll bring the bucket back so one day we had he said hold on a second put that bucket down we found like at the time two or three thousand rand which is a couple of hundred a couple of hundred dollars worth of liquor but that's like that's like high-end liquor then no that's high end. that's top-end stuff right at the bottom hidden so well what let me tell you the best story right we have this guy one day comes to the bottle store, says to me, listen, can... bottle stores attract weird people, right? oh, Yeah. All okay. kinds of people, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of people. Guy comes in and says, listen, what are you looking for? I can get you anything. Anything you want. Sunglasses, CDs, PlayStation games. What do you want? Watches. I can get mm-hmm. for you. I was like, how do you get this stuff? He's like, don't worry how I get it. I got a connection. I get this stuff for you. Okay. So I pay no attention to him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. You get these guys all the time. He comes back a week later and he brings me back. He must have noticed the watch I was wearing and said, look, I bought you stuff. Like, do you want this stuff? So I look at it and I see the labels. Mm -hmm. And then I see some of the PlayStation games still had that clip on it, Mm -hmm. that beeps. Mm -hmm. So obviously the guy was going to the mall and shoplifting. Yeah. But while he's busy talking to me, his friend is walking around the bottle store. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to do that. Kansas (laughs) Kansas City shop. Did you ever have to call the
3: cops on anybody?
2: Yeah, often, often. Always. But like for me, guys, like imagine you got arrested for liquor. So many people do, man. And you know what? It's not even guys getting arrested for the top end stuff. The guys that you catch often are che- stealing cheap stuff. And what do you do? What do you If the bottle's 15 Rand and the guy doesn't even get out, what do you do? You know what I mean? How many people did you let go? Oh, you let most people go. The craziest story one day didn't happen to me. A, someone that I know at his store, caught someone shoplifting shop was busy. He took him to the back courtyard of the shop, called the center security and handcuffed the guy to a trellis table. Mm-hmm. You know, it's trellis tables. Yeah. They're movable. Now in the courtyard, was probably like a eight foot wall. Yeah. What's eight foot about three meters or so. Eight foot is about yeah, two and a half meters. Okay. Right. Handcuffs him to the trellis table, goes back into the shop mm-hmm. and waits now for the security to come. Security comes, they go look for the guy. The guy plus the table are gone. He climbed the wall with the trellis table. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> up, what? Shoplifters are undefeated.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speaking of that, um, Nico Kritzinger, I just saw a comment, goes, one day while I was in pick and pay, a guy fell through the ceiling. <laughs> That's
2: glorious. Unbelievable. My sister was at pick and pay one day and watches a woman in the line in front of her start wavering. Like getting all woozy, so she steps back. She says, "I don't want this woman fainting on me." The woman falls over her. A frozen chicken falls out from under her hat. <laughs> Shoplifters are undefeated. You know the worst shoplifter is the guy who stole Ryan's Sleeves. That <laughs> that that you. is a very yeah. sneaky little bastard. That yeah. is the guy you got to get off of. Yeah. Uh, this is a sports show. Hey, listening in South Africa, shoplifting is an Olympic level sport. Uh, I want to start off talking about international football. I want to find out who the hell ever wins international football. What is going on with it, right? I just want to give you some of the results, Senza. Just take a listen. Yeah, I'm not some missing. of the results in international football. This is just Europe, right? Yeah. We can talk about Europe's qualifying the problems here. Denmark, what benefit did Denmark have winning against Moldova 4 0? England no, yeah. beating Andorra 5 0. Poland beating San Marino 5-0. Do San Marino still play football? Well, they still comp- they put they out try. a team. Yeah, they try. Netherlands winning 6-0 against Gibraltar. Portugal 5-0 against Luxembourg. Germany 4-0 against Luxembourg. Uh, uh, North Macedonia. Who's winning? Who's winning in all of this? Yeah,
3: because those games do nothing for the guys who are administering the beating. And also the guys who are getting beaten like that, like... I'm sure Oaks don't get it, the brakes beaten off them every game. Like, imagine you're San Marino. Every game, you're like, okay, oh, we're going to lose. Like I mean, that.
2: We've all been part of very bad football teams. All of us. Yeah, no matter who you absolutely. are, you've all had a team that just gets beaten. It sucks. You don't stay in that team for very long. Yeah, exactly. Because, as well, it's
3: like, also it puts you in a bad mood, puts you in a crappy mood the whole time. Imagine, like, every week, okay, guys, it just happened to us when you when we had a bad first-team rugby side and I was playing in it and every week... We used to go to practice, but also our coach was a bit of a softie. I remember we once got the brakes beaten off us. And he's like, yeah, I've got no doubt everybody tried. Yeah, I was like, some guys were like, hold up, hold up, hold up. We tried. <laughs> we, <did. laughs> we tried. We just like, we didn't care because guys were busy speaking about what they're going to be doing that night. We were like jawling. And i was just
2: like, guys. Do you think this is what hap- is happening with teams like Gibraltar? James has popped up there. Ronaldo. Ronaldo scoring a hat-trick against Luxembourg. Portugal win 5-0. 3-0 in the first 18 minutes. Ronaldo has scored more goals against Luxembourg. than Yeah, than any other opposition that he's played against. And the other crazy stat is that Luxembourg's top scorer has only ever scored 11 international goals. No, man. I mean, who is winning in this international football? Not even the fans. Like some of these big beatings. North Macedonia lost at home. That's not even for the fans because you don't even want to be seeing that. The evident thing here is international football is broken. Now, Across the rest of the world, the qualifying formats, there is pre-qualifying, mm-hmm. and then there is the real qualifying. So across Africa, you weed out the small teams.
3: I need to ask you a question. Do you agree with the uh, African qualifying system for the World Cup? So I want you to just explain it, because it is a little bit complicated, but I think it's good. Okay. So what happens is that there are 10 groups. In African qualifying. Now, Africa
2: is the biggest confederation, I think. 52. 53. 53 is the yeah, biggest it's, it's confederation. The,
3: and there are only five spots in Africa. Right. So, what happens is that you have to top your group. And then, after that, the 10 people that top their groups go play a playoff. It's, I think it's home and away. And then, after that, yeah. And then, you win that, you go to the World Cup. So, I don't know. I think, it's, I think that's all,
2: That's good. But, I see. But, I the, think, but now, the 10 playing. Yeah. The 10 that get into the playoff, they still had to go through to the qualifying rounds against Dross, right? Yeah. So what they do in um, CONCACAF, which is the Americas, Americas yeah. and then in Asia, is that they have one round where they sort of take out the smaller teams. Like American Samoan, all that rubbish. Correct. And then you have those teams then go in against your <laughs> Australia's or like USA, Mexico, and Canada only come into comedy ball qualifying very late on sure. because a lot has been, been weeded out. Now, the problems with those qualifiers is that you've got European-based players flying halfway across the world to yeah. deal with. Europe doesn't have that. Europe's just taking everybody, put them in the same pot, you play the same. I've been conscious of football since 1991. Sure. Right? San Marino have never been good. Have never got better. Faroe Islands, never got better. Moldova. North Macedonia, hardly did existed. Well,
3: but North Maced- Macedonia did play in the Euro, so you know. Okay, so, let's, let's, let's so give, let's them, give them
2: let's give them kind of. But a they're chunk. still getting beaten here yeah, by but Germany. It was
3: Germany. Germany will beat the brakes. Germany beat the brakes off most people.
2: So. so, so this is the thing right? in qualifying. Mm-hmm. So you have these teams. Denmark have got a perfect record in qualifying. Twenty-seven goals scored, zero conceded. conceded right, but are they going to win the World Cup? Probably not. Most likely not. So what is qualifying good for? Because everybody goes, everybody. And listen, Portugal always battle to qualify. Mm. We always have to go through. And they say, it doesn't matter how you get through. As just get, get through. through. So then, what does it matter? What, what but is remember, the point of it all?
3: But remember, we're saying this like, okay, guys, let's look at the world rankings. It's either we look at the world rankings and we say, hey, okay, first 13 teams or first 10, right? You get in you get in because now that's a waste of time. And like, you know, top players like... Now, let's say you, let's say you are... Um, look at Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You must be so frustrated, right? Because of what happened to... Do Vera. I
2: really have to look at it?
3: No, no, no. But like... I'm the, just stuck
2: I just, yeah. okay. But like, I don't you, look
3: you're, very, you're very frustrated now because you're, what, your star centre-back went on um, international duty. He comes
2: back, he's out for a couple of weeks now. And as much as I think the Nations League is a nice competition... It is still a friendly competition. Yes. It is the Carabao Cup of European international football. And we've lost our best centre-back for an indefinite period. Never mind the fact none of the PSG players, the South Americans, can play this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, They all have to quarantine. Yeah. So why is this happening? And the reality is, the reality is about international football and World Cup qualifying is that really only 40 teams let's be honest, can realistically expect to qualify for from a World the World Cup. Cup. Yeah, true. You know? Yeah, because also, like, it's so long
3: and winded. Like, especially, like, in European qualifiers. European qualifiers, you play all of that. And then, let's say, yeah, you know, let's say you're a big team, right? And you're hoping for that. You're sitting third. You're like, okay, we're not going to finish top. Now you're hoping for that second place to go play off. You must be so frustrated. Like, I must, yeah, it's just a mess. It's like what used to happen with Australia. Um, remember yeah. Australia, they used oh. to beat the brakes off everybody. It was ridiculous. And then they used to go play the fifth, sixth guys
2: from South America or fifth guys just to miss out. I'd be like, <laughs> what the hell did we do that all for? And those fifth guys. And then they'd play in like some weird place. They wouldn't even play. In, it was just bizarre. So that's what prompted them to move into Asia. And of course, the Asian Fe- Federation wants them because Australians got a lot of money. Yeah. So it works for them. Arsene Wenger has chimed in. I don't know if you've seen what he's been saying. Arsene Wenger is very busy. Arsene Wenger wants to break football. Yeah. What is up with him? Before I get into the story, listen to what Arsene Wenger says here. Headline, News 24. Wenger says offside calls could be automated by next year. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Automated how?
3: I saw that, but I was like, automated how, though?
2: Uh, Arsene Wenger, you know he's a little bit of a tease. Uh, Mourinho called him a voyeur, right? He is a little bit of a tease. There is a strong chance that the offside will be automated in 2022. I'm bound to secrecy, but it'll be the next big development in refereeing. So that means we don't need linesmen anymore. Hawkeye? Some Hawkeye technology has to well, be? We've
3: already got VAR. VAR has rendered, um, is rendered uh,
2: assistant refs useless. You know, the whole thing about uh, offsides is that it's not... And, and what we've seen with VAR, especially on handballs and offsides, mm. is not necessarily the, the, the technology... It's the rule that's broken.
3: Yeah, it's ambiguous,
2: eh? You would have seen the Kylian Mbappe goal. Yeah. Against Spain. Yeah. He has offsides, but because the player went for it, he put him on sides. Yeah, it's, it's ambiguous. And the player was saying, but what am I supposed to do? It's like, do
3: you know, sometimes, you know,
2: with, with um, so
3: like with me, VAR and the penalty handball rule, like for me, it's the most bizarre thing because the rule always changes. Like with some guy, no, it was an accident or whatever. With another guy, no, it was on purpose. I'm just like his hand was in an unnatural position. I'm like, guys, there's some like, try going for a header without using your arms.
2: Like, and sometimes when you're playing, you your arm will end up in a natural position. You yeah. the whole thing about not interfering with play. I don't know if you've noticed the trend of footballers going to the fetal position. Jesse Lingard did it, and another player did it last week, and they said no. The players have been told to do that in that situation to render themselves out of play so I don't know if you remember when Jesse Lingard when United scored against Villarreal and Jesse Lingard tucked himself in oh and they said he was kind of like interfering with play well they said no because he did that he's not and it happened again in a game last week one of the international games a player tucked himself in in the same position to stop from being called interfering with play so basically by doing that you're out of play it's bonkers that players are being babies because of stupid stupid rules. rules yeah of stupid rules what like what
3: what's your take on var i've never actually asked you like what do you think about var as a whole in the game when you're
2: talking about a sport listen any professional sport needs help the sure. players are quicker faster stronger mm. okay things happen quicker you need especially when there's so much money riding on sports results the possibilities the outcomes you need all the help you can get football's got a lot of money what I don't like about it is that what is always nice about football is the idiot ref that refed my game is just as capable of making mistakes as the idiot ref in a Premier League game. Right. Sure. I think VAR is there to to help. But like I say, what VAR has definitely showcased is the rules are broken. Yeah. The rules are ambiguous. There are too many criteria. It's incons- it's,
3: it's inconsistent. It's like for me that that rule of a ball the ball cannot touch someone's hand in the lead up. And it happened to Declan Rice some game. Where the he had no idea about it, like he literally like kicked it into somebody and it hit his hand, and his hand was like right here next to his body, and they're like, no, because he used his hand to. I was like, he did it like back there, like back like in his own half, and you're going to disallow the goal. I was just
2: like, that that's nonsense. I mean, even you remember Luis Suarez went through that stage where he's just flicking the ball into defenders' hands, yeah, and getting penalties. It's it, it's bonkers rule. So Wenger wants to change. So not only that, teasing us. Yeah. Why is Wenger such a tease? Ask Arsenal fans. They know very well. James, you're a man who likes to tease other men. Why is Arsene Wenger such a tease with his offside rule? When did did I
1: become a man that likes to tease other men?
2: Uh, Should I tell everyone what you said to me when I was on my way to the... The abulations earlier? Oh, yes. The uh, ablution block? Oh, yes.
1: Paulo, I thought um, something stayed between us, but clearly not. I'll choose my, um,
2: my friends wisely next time, I guess. I didn't say that. So, you see, that's, James, that's teasing. That is Arsene Wenger behavior. <laughs> yeah. So, Arsene Wenger says, oh, there's some technology, obviously going to be some kind of Hawkeye technology. Mm-hmm. All it's going to show is what a mess the offside rule is. What I've always felt you should do, I think it's hockey does this, have an offside line. If you're over that line you're offside. If you're not, you're right. on sides. We know what will happen. But, Paolo, like for but me it the makes thing... it
3: black and white. Okay, okay, fine. So how do you do that in, in, in soccer? Because, you know, ice ho- is it hockey or ice hockey? I think it could be both. Okay. I, I think it could be field hockey. Okay, yeah, but field, nobody watches field hockey. But there's
2: definitely a sport similarish in nature to soccer that is an off like. Okay. But, like, first and foremost, why does it matter
3: in hockey? Because in hockey, you can't score from outside the D anyway. True story. So, um... But in football, I mean, who's got time to police that? You as a player. Like, I'm trying to... I'm looking at the ball. I don't care about this line. That's why I've got linesmen. Linesmen must do his bloody job. Like, the, the, why is he there then? But then isn't his job just to watch that line? It is to watch the line, but like... I, I, I shouldn't be doing his job and watching like my... No, no, no. I'm, I'm fixated on what's happening there. When this thing come to, comes towards me, I don't care where I am. I'm turning and I'm going towards the opposition keeper.
2: <laughs> Offsides is stupid. What's Wenger doing to the World Cup? So we heard Thibaut Courtois say the other day... Oh, compl- the
3: third-place playoff thing. And
2: 100%, really. why Firstly, why does any tournament other than maybe the Olympics and the World Cup, because it's an extra game to get mm. more money out of, and this is why they have it. You only have third-place yeah. playoff for more money. It's yeah, an true. extra game to add into your package, sponsors, tickets, blah, blah, blah. It's the only mm. reason. Yeah. So Thibaut Courtois is having a moan about that, and he's quite right. Wenger says, now you have uh, the PSG, South American players might not be able to play and that's yeah. not just PSG a lot of players might not be able to play Wenger believes that there is an alternative out there that will help the game continue to evolve I consulted everyone and asked them two questions do you want things to continue as they are 100% said no do you have ideas to reorganize the international calendar I'm open to all ideas between 80 to 90% of people like the idea of reorganizing qualification rounds shorten them and to make space for an international competition
3: okay my thing is that.
2: Venga wants to. let Let's put it out there. Venga and FIFA, on behalf of FIFA, he works for FIFA, mm-hmm. they won a World Cup every two years, they're going to get it.
3: That's going to be a mess though, but like, think of... Think... Okay. Aren't... Okay, I'm, I'm, let me stop by this. Aren't AFCON and the World Cup in the same year
2: next year? And what about the... So yes, they are. Do you know how much of a mess that's going to be? Because you've got your players out January and December. January
3: and December. And then... Some guys aren't gonna have it the pre season. Like I'm thinking about like guys like Morsana. Um Side so of because Senegal are definitely well, I think they're gonna make both. They'll make both. Imagine like and Riyadh Mahrez. like what like do you know how tired guys
2: are gonna be? And on top of it that the season needs the season next season takes a weird format because to accommodate for the December World Cup, I think it starts later or something, I need to look into that. But mm-hmm. because we're playing in December there's a, there's a different format to that. So Listen, something's got to give you, right? Mm -hmm. There are way too many confederations. Nobody... And what Wenger's trying to do here on behalf of FIFA is say, nobody likes qualifications. It doesn't work. He's suggesting qualification tournaments. So basically two blocked off two to three week periods, twice a season, Mm -hmm. where you play all your qualifiers. Mini tournaments. Okay. All around the world. Okay. So maybe you have one in November. Who knows where you fit it? God. Sure. Right? where you have six games in November mm-hmm. and then you go off April, you have another six games, sure. right? And it's played over a two to three period. And that's your qualification done. Mm-hmm. Players only travel twice. There's not disruption to the calendar. But he's trying to do that and go, we'll do this, but give us the World Cup every two years. But now it goes, if there's qualification for World Cup every two years plus intercontinental championships,
3: People you're do doing it. these things all the all time. time. yeah. You're doing them constantly. yeah. So, like, but, like, my thing as well, okay, now, do not need to, do not need to happen now, right? It's, like, South Africa, we don't really see it because we follow the European calendar, like, with our, with our schedule. Mm. But, like, countries like Egypt and stuff, their leagues, like, ended, like, December and, yeah. like, January. So, like, for me... That's a great point. That's a phenomenal point. It's a phenomenal point. So, what happens then? Like, because every... Do not you know what FIFA needs to do? They need to sit down and say, okay, everybody, listen here. All of you are under us, right? Your season must start from set time till set time. This thing of some people finishing in December, some people finishing in July, like it's
2: weird, like it it, it, it doesn't make sense. UEFA is more powerful than FIFA. That's true. So, so this is this is the big thing. It's a massive power battle between FIFA and UEFA. That's why we have World Cups in sort of strange countries like South Africa and Brazil and and Qatar because that's where uh, FIFA's power base is And they have to hold it up. We got something there on the screen. Zapeta, hey Zapeta, listen, love your stuff on on uh, on social media on Twitter. He's funny. Oh God, he's so funny. Senzo, it's assistant referee, not linesman. Good. Call him out. We had a female referee in the England game the other day. You're being offensive to all assistant refs. What are they assisting?
3: Because the (laughs) VAR is taking their jobs. They don't call penalties anymore. They don't call offsides. Like, what are they assisting? They're just showing whose ball it is during a throw-in.
2: I don't know if you watched the Portugal-Luxembourg game, but the one assistant referee was looking... If you can get someone to look at you... Like, that assistant referee... My wife hasn't even looked at me that way. What, was he looking at Ronaldo? Oh, my God. It's like, you know when you sometimes get the little mascot kids come out... And they're, yeah, like, they're starstruck, yeah. The dude was looking <laughs> at Ronaldo in the same way. All I'm saying is both penalties that Portugal got in that game... Was on that ref side. Oh, really? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Assistant referee, not linesman. 100% for calling that out. Listen, great. It was so cool seeing a female referee. I've got to say that I have a daughter. She's big into football. It's such a silly thing, but seeing stuff like that really matters for you. But like,
3: imagine but like, do you know what okay. Now, do you know what that is going to do to the game? Because you you know what kind of language goes on.
2: Yeah, so maybe players will stop being knobs. (laughs) Maybe they'll stop being knobs. If there's a female referee, they'll, they'll stop acting the fool. I, I think, I'm, you saw the players, they behave themselves. Even there's the one female referee, the uh, surname's Massey, in the Premier League, mm, the, mm. the assistant uh, mm. referee. No one ever, who, uh, who was it? Got Aguero got a little bit physical. You remember that story? Yeah. I think he he, he got up in her face or whatever. But by and large, they check themselves. Yeah. They check the, themselves.
3: Yeah, you have to actually. You have to, you
2: have to because there's so, some of the language that goes on. Jeez. I love it. I wish players were mic'd up. Do you wish, sir? Ah, oh, James is nodding. James loves it. James loves the chaos. I know Ryan loves it.
3: No, I like it as well. But it's like think of it like Formula One. Formula One now they don't do they don't do it live anymore. When when, <laughs> when 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 drivers have a moan because yes, some of the things that, I'm like, which is very normal because like now if you're trying to kill me. I'm gonna let you know. Like I'm going to be like, what the hell?
2: But that's why I love the Netflix documentary because they didn't cut out, they yeah. kept what the, play, the the drivers say. That was great. Ryan, I wanna get your thoughts on players being mic'd up. They do it in lots of sports. What do you think about it in football? Football football is mic'd up. Mm, yeah. But they also did in
3: cricket. In cricket you the things that you hear on stump cam. It's <laughs> <this>. <laughs> Have you heard what the Australians say to people
2: no, I know listen they they're terrible they're the king
0: king of kings of sledge i don't know if it's a good a good idea to get these guys mic'd up like it it would be funny for entertainment purposes 100%. no it wouldn't be
3: because they're kids watching as well and you don't <laughs> want kids to to hear what these guys say because no, no. already footballers have a they don't have a, they don't have the best m j
2: Ron, Ron wants chaos no, no.
0: It would 100% cause chaos. I mean, the thing is, it's all about heat in the moment, and then everybody's like forgiving afterwards. We saw this with the Formula One win this weekend. We saw how Hamilton said something about his team, and it blew up, and then he had to put an apology out saying that he didn't actually lie. He doesn't hate his team or whatever. Yeah, but. It's that... just along those lines. So I don't know if it's a good idea for. No, It would but be like... hilarious. Because like, I think everybody wants to know. I know I saw a video on I think it was BT Sport mm-hmm. of Eden Hazard and uh, Mbappe. Was it? I'm trying to think. Yeah, and then they had like a little exchange of words, and then all they titled that video was.
3: Yeah, no, but that's normal. Um,
0: what do you think was said in that conversation? And then everybody sort of put their put their thing on it. I don't know. But okay, my it could
3: go either way. But no, my thing is that now you know now it's 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 already boring because now. Actually, maybe do not like to see them mic up because this must stop when people are busy talking to each oh, other. I like, I hate it so much. Like, bro, we know you're talking to each other. Like, mic them. You're right, mic them up. But like, I'm telling you, some of the players will be like, nah, you're not putting a mic on me. Also,
0: I, also there is like a big language barrier uh, issue. So I, I don't know. I, would you even understand what half the guys are saying? I mean, no, trust me. Someone in the Premier know. League, they speak a lot of different languages across the board. So.
2: I, think, I think what would be the most surprising thing, the players aren't scared of what they're going to get caught saying. They're scared of people knowing what little weenie voices they have. You think so? I'm telling you, there are a lot of, little, there are a lot of South American players you can just see by the shape of their mouth. They've got little weedy voices Dude. and they don't want people knowing
3: Speaking it. of that, do you know one of the most disappointing days of my life was? Was the first time I heard David Beckham talk. I was like, "Oh my god, is this what this guy sounds like?" And it takes away so much. Yeah, it's like, it takes bro, away so much. <laughs> I was like, "This guy speaks
2: like this." But, but, but you learn to get used to it. Though. What other way could he speak? How else could he sound? He's nah, not going to sound like Carlo. Antonio Banderas. He has,
3: he has to. Do you know? I thought David Beckham sounded like Idris Alba. For for before I heard, then, I heard his voice. I was like, "What the hell?"
2: big shout listen Idris Alba reminds me of MKT where is he where is MKT Alba we're gonna be looking for him maybe he pops up later this is the PTP PTP driving the MKT show not 100% takeover weird thing just happened to me now I looked into the control booth saw James he kind of looks like David De Gea today do you know where David De Gea is have they ever been in the same room together look at that James, throw a ball through your leg so I can. Be totally <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> Unbelievable. Dave saves. PTP sh- saves. PTP doesn't shave. Shaves his head. PTP got him says, them It's PTP on the MKT show. We're coming back with a little bit more after this. The great philosopher, Alal Kool said, Don't call it a comeback. I've been here since about 1 o'clock. Bad coordination on my part. My name is PTP. This is the MKT Show. We're hoping to have MKT, but he's getting tested for all myriad of diseases. One of the hepatitises, is, I hear. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. In the break there, we have some breaking news. Senzo just wants to update us from the latest way... International qualifiers are ruining club football. So, 16
3: <laughs> South Americans could be missing from their Premier League this weekend due to CONMEBOL's World Cup qualifying schedule.
2: Oh, not because they're at Carnival. Yeah. Okay, right.
3: Right. Brazil. Fabinho, Alisson, Jesus, Edison, Royal, Fred, Luiz, Silva, Rafinha. So, the big losers there. Are Liverpool and City, and the big winners are United. Yeah, exactly. Fre- Fre- With the big winners, Argentina, Romero, Los Also Martinez, um, Uruguay, Cavani, um, Colombia, Mina and Sanchez, and then I think that's Paraguay, Almirón.
2: Right, right. Uh, so- Almirón's Venezuelan, I think.
3: He's, I think it's from Paraguay. Que- but like, imagine you're Liverpool. And you're like, okay, Fabinho and Alisson might not be playing. How frustrated are you Frustrated are you if, you, if you're if you Jürgen Klopp?
2: James, are you maybe ready to come in on this Liverpool fan perspective? No fault of your own. Now, is this definitely confirmed? Not like last time where it was like a lot of like, you know, big things swinging and the, they eventually gave in. Are they definitely out? Yeah. Definitely out. How yeah. do you feel? I mean, Fabinho and Alisson, I mean, Fabinho is a huge miss for you through no fault of your own. Um. So, as far as I know, and I could be wrong,
1: it it has to do with the timing, mostly, yeah, uh, with their quarantine and, like, the time that the games are scheduled. Yeah. I just Um, said, it said scheduling. So, yeah, obviously, super frustrating because, I mean, it's not like they're injured. Mm. And I I, I think a lot of people know that Fabinho is this, like, rock in our, like, midfield slash. He's the backbone of your Um, team, basically. He's... He's up there, definitely, in uh, in and amongst the players.
2: Bro, that... do you know
3: you beat Liverpool? Must I tell you how you beat Liverpool? Target Virgil van Dijk and you target Fabinho. It's over.
2: Dear Ole, how are you? Hope this male finds you well. On the 24th. Senzo knows how to beat Liverpool. Regards. Yeah. Is that all it takes? You just have to target two players? Yeah. No, um, of course. Okay. Although James, the flip of it is that maybe Fabinho getting like a five day rest at this stage of the season helps you out later in the season. Because it's good for him because like don't they Because they got Champions League next week. Yeah. Our next week for
3: us is a nightmare speaking of which it's an absolute have you seen have you seen the run our run of
2: fixtures? We do it quite well before we get into that because, you know, the one thing about international break is I get to watch a very successful and powerful team called the Portuguese national team and don't have to think about Oleg messing up football uh, for two weeks. But James, MKT is not going to be joining us today, but you guys had a very interesting exchange. MKT is down in Cape Town. He's at the, the Cape Town Marathon. He'll yeah. be doing some MC work down there. Yeah. Why do so many people give him a microphone? doesn't make any sense. Uh, talking is like breathing. But anyway, <laughs> he's in Cape Town. <laughs> and you knew where he was. There was an interesting conversation. I'd like our audience, our fans, to hear what happened.
1: Oh, um, so, you know, MKT, being MKT, decided that he was going to update us this morning as to whether he was going to join us or not um, on our WhatsApp group. And he said he'll be waiting at Nobu, which, for those that don't know, is a super upmarket restaurant in LA. And then they've got a couple of branches now around the world. And there's and this Nobu is the only one in Africa.
2: So it is. Is it? It's a sushi
3: restaurant, right? Yeah, it's
1: a seafood restaurant.
3: Seafood, right? Is it's the same Nobu? The same one at the one and only, yes.
1: Same, same Nobu that was started in, in I th- yeah. think, I, I don't know where it was started. Yeah, but the mind. one that the Kardashians eat at. Well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah.
2: That's what I was I've say. been to
3: Nobu a couple of times and I wasn't paying. So don't... Nobu Cape Town, Nobu LA? No, Cape Town, Nobu. No, like I
2: don't know how you roll. No, 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 you've got no, exclusive yeah. Rick
1: and Morty jumpers there. I don't know who you're running. Um, with. I think as far as I know, Nobu in LA is actually on Rodeo Drive.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I've never smelt Rodeo Drive. But like the one in Cape Town as well. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> be sure. Where's it at the one and only? It's the one, one and only. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Also, the price, the price is there. <laughs> I saw uh, a Wegu beefsteak for
2: four figures. Four? What are you talking about? Four figures. Four figures, like some people's salary. Ryan, Ryan, I'll get my reference. Must be very nice. So, <laughs> yeah it must be nice must be nice so you know what I was actually having like a very bizarre first world problem conversation this morning speaking to a couple of people um, colleagues of mine had just come back from France and everyone was talking about it and they said look an average meal in Paris right now in Euros is you're looking at the best part of a basic meal six to seven hundred rand yeah no basic basic yeah, yeah, it happens cafe for style one meal
3: person. a friend of mine went to New York a friend of mine went to New York recently, right? And he had like... So, so he went to like the equivalent of going to like Hudson's. Right. Yeah, Hudson's. Hudson's is a sort of like mid-level burger joint. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're not, you're not going to take your... A working person that like a banker and stuff is not going to take like his business colleague, colleagues it, to Hudson's.
2: You go there, it's street cafe, drink, yeah. craft, beer, fall in the road. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much.
3: Yeah. He, he went yeah. to the equivalent yeah. of Hudson's. He had one gin and tonic. A burger and chips, guess how much the, the equivalent was when you or converted to rands? 1,000 rand. 800 bucks. He said, No ways, I'll stick to McDonald's. Wait. Let me
2: tell you about the kicker to the story, though. And this is something I can 100% relate to. James, you want to add in? I know, I just had a question. That, that uh, amount of money
1: in euros that uh, your, your colleagues or whatever were spending, was that for one person for a minute? Yeah, it's like 40 euros, yeah.
2: Per person. And basic pub style lunch, casual, not even fine wine, what? dining, yeah. just a normal meal in Paris. Another colleague who lives in Cape Town said, oh, but that's kind of like what we pay here. Cape Town, guys, listen. It's expensive. Cape Town, when I was in London a couple of years ago, right, we went to South Bank, which is the really cool, trendy place in yeah. London. We went to a cool res- Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. had some drinks, mm-hmm. Coronas, when you could, when Coronas were cool mm-hmm. to drink, starters, four courses, couple of drinks. What we ended up paying for the bill... I've paid more in Cape Town.
3: Are you serious? I was
2: in London, paying in pounds, South Bank, cool place, middle of summer, I've paid more in Cape Town. No, dude. Cape Town is unhinged. No,
3: yeah, listen. We, a mate of mine from London, she came here, she asked how much a draft costs. They tell her about 40 rand. She was like, how much is that in pounds? I was like, about two pounds. She's like, wow, you guys are living the life. She goes, they pay eight
2: pounds for a draft. There's no ways mkt you know he's taking a hepatitis test apparently but he's still got time to criticize us
1: i i don't actually think it's hepatitis i heard mumblings on the streets that it was something far
2: more gross he just said a test he said i'm taking a test i'll be gone for a while we can't speculate he's telling us nobu is asian fusion you peasants He's quite right We are peasants And Nobu is probably Asian fusion Yeah And hence why I told you I didn't
3: pay when I went to Nobu
2: Listen When you're MKT When you used to have a show named after you And when you get paid to MC At the Cape Town Marathon And you get to write off Lunches at Nobu As work expenses Tax write-offs that's the life. That's the life we can only aspire to. Although, although he is,
1: as as we all know, he has hepatitis, so he's he's not in the.
2: the uh... <laughs> Look, MKT probably doesn't have hepatitis. We don't have for sure. It's a very staff requirement thing. He's doing one of the rapid COVID tests, but it's always nice to speculate and bully people over their house. <laughs> That's what it's we're true. All about. I would know all about it, don't I? Exactly. That's wait. Wait till the vaccine passports come in.
3: But I saw a couple of interesting comments, right? Um, so it's two comments, like super comment. Gutli and Corsi goes, "Why don't the clubs send private planes to fetch the players?" One, then MKT goes, "So Spurs paid fifty million to watch Romero 5 first class to Argentina to get tattoos." Imagine. Oh,
2: yeah. Well, so a lot of clubs do send. Yeah, yeah, but this isn't that, to make sure that they're back in time,
1: yeah,
2: and make sure they come back because we know the South Americans have yeah. to just go off it's the radar, true. yeah, you know. Um, but this is more a quarantine issue. This is more a COVID issue that they, yeah. you know they need to isolate for a few days. I was actually thinking this the other day, where I was watching um, the Portugal game, and after at the end of the game, Ronaldo, Bruno, and Diego Dallo were walking together. And I thought to myself, you know, they're probably going to Man- back to Manchester together. Diego Dallo is the winner in all of that. No more commercial for him to put. Yeah, oh, bro, you, the Ronaldo Ronaldo's jet. Just, Yeah, Ronaldo. Just, Ronaldo just, says, Air. Jean- <laughs> bro, just,
3: just, you can. I mean, you're all going to the same place. Yeah, just, just jump on and he get to stay, at Georgina.
2: Ah, oh, Diego Dallo, the big winner in there. Ronaldo gives him a pair of Cristiano Ronaldo underpants. It says,
3: get, the, make yourself comfortable.
2: Make yourself too comfortable is gonna be very <laughs> nice. i are back not Manchester. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> this that's is, brilliant this is the ptp show i'm allowed doing that accent
3: I so on <laughs> that's <my> brilliant <laughs> if i had to close my eyes i think that was ronaldo
2: um so let for vacation guys we um we know a lot about football here on the mkt show i think we're pretty knowledgeable um as you guys are Because you yeah. obviously know a lot about football that's why you listen to knowledgeable football fans one thing that shows up what, how much you suck at football is Fantasy League. David De Gea, oh James God. there in the booth, gave me a an knowing smile. As clever as you think you are in football, I'm not playing Fantasy anymore. League shows you flames, and that's what we want to interrogate. Senzo is out and so many people drop out by November. I'm not playing anymore, like Senzo's already because out. Because the
3: thing is, you know, the Chias wears off. Do you know how it wears off? Because now it becomes a chore, right? So you put like, you, you assemble your team and the you're first like, couple of weeks. this is the best team ever. Nobody's killing me or whatever. Then you get like three or four
2: injuries and then it just becomes uh whatever. Look at that. <laughs> Look at Senzo's team. Look how rubbish my team is, guys. Senzo, my eyes are really bad. I can't see that monitor. Maybe read out your team for me.
3: Loris. Listen, on paper, it's a good team. Good Hugo, team. Hugo Loris, right? Regulon, Luke Shaw. Trent Alexander. Arnold. Soyinchu. Then my midfielder is Bruno... Decore, Willock, Mount. Then it's Richarlison and Ronaldo up front. Ronaldo captain. Right, let me let me tell you how many points each person got. Loris, two points. Regulon, two points. <laughs> Luke Shaw, two points. Trent Alexander Arnold was injured, so zero. <laughs> so you one point. So Bruno, Fen- so Bruno Fernandes, five points. Decore, five points. Willock's got like a triangle next to him, one point. Mason Mount, one point. Richarlison, Zero points because he's just injured. Ronaldo, two points. I am not playing. Uh, anymore. As your captain. So-
2: Ronaldo is your captain. Two points. James, let's all
1: laugh at Senza. <laughs> Senzo. Senzo, um, over and above your your high points tally, um, you have a couple of injuries. Yeah, yeah I. Yeah. You didn't notice. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. That's why I'm not playing anymore. So,
2: so I, I love the Senzos of the world because they will start like a house on fire. So into it by November that you start, you see them in your leagues. They become you call them ghosts yeah. they just start disappearing players who've transferred out the league and moved teams are still in their side that's Senzo Senzo's out um, Senzo listen Ronaldo starting on the bench against Everton it hurt me oh my god that was the worst thing ever Alexander-Arnold's injury sucks What's your strategy normally if you were into it? Are you a guy who makes three or four transfers every week or do you leave a base of a team and let it run for a while?
3: No, I leave a base of a team and let it run for a while because now you don't want to erode it because now... Okay, look, I had to move heaven on earth to get Ronaldo. but that's yeah, That was what, a big one. I had to, I had to move it's heaven on earth to get Ronaldo. But like, you know, you put Trent Alexander-Arnold in your team because you know he's a, he's a defender that assists and like he scores a couple of free kicks. And takes. he's been playing like almost in midfield. In midfield, Exactly. And now he gets injured. I mean, just like, well, do you know what? Because I sold Rafael Varane for him. Oh, yes. Do- oh, Let me tell you my story, actually. <laughs> look how
2: angry Senzo is. Let <laughs> me tell you my story, actually.
3: So, right. My original team, before Ronaldo got there, Varane was there in the mix. And, you know, I had Romelu Lukaku. Right. Then the big Don came back to Manchester. I was like, guys, I'm not passing up this opportunity. got it. I got it. Obviously, I'm going to, you. you know, move a couple of things. I'm like, Varane, look, it's nice. But, you know, the best you're going to do for me is a clean sheet... You know, and United you you, don't keep too many Don't keep too many So you're out of here Because I can't have four United guys my team Because Bruno stays And Lucio you know Lucio is going to do it for you Then I'm like hmm, Who should I get I said oh, Okay Reguilon Yeah you 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 like a wing back I'll put you in um, Lukaku I can't have you anymore Sorry you cost too much um, Ronaldo you're in Yeah I should have just kicked Mason Mount out Because eh? Mount is not doing anything for me And I was excited for him Mount is not
2: doing anything for me Shame. Poor Senzo. Los Cetibes. Yeah. Los Setibes. Good name. James, do we have anyone else's team that we can laugh at? Who's up next? They're nodding their heads. Hey, listen, if you have got a fancy team worth laughing at, let us know in the comments on YouTube. Ryan and Rolls Ro- Royce. <laughs> Rolls Royce. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a great name. <laughs> My boy, uh, I feel like you bet the house on it, like me, hey? I also see a lot of names there: Digne, Varane, Van, Virgil. Yes, yeah, that's that's Saar, a that's a British. blockbuster. That's a blockbuster. Um, James, you must be doing quite well. You got a good side there, Obama Yang aside, but you got Vardy. I mean, Vardy is such a difference Lukaku. maker. Ryan.
3: <laughs> this is your team. Yeah, no,
0: no. Uh, sorry, I thought you were calling out James' team there. No, this, this is my team. No, it does pretty well. I had high hopes for Lukaku, but lately he's just not scoring much. Also, uh, Thomas Tuchel's changing up the, the teams quite often. It's like a new squad every, every week now. But uh, yeah, Varane does nothing. Dinya I brought in because I wanted to make room for Aubameyang because it's ever since Arsenal started scoring because the first two weeks Arsenal's doing nothing. So then I thought, let me bring Aubameyang in because last last season on FPL, he was he was just getting me points. I mean, Arsenal was disappointing as hell last season, but uh, Aubameyang was consistently scoring, so it was good points. Vardy, he's always guaranteed to score one or Vardy two. Vardy is a
2: genius move, boy. H- how well do you do? You
0: do you win your leagues? Do you often do well? Um, I sh- I often start hot and then I sort of <laughs> but well. like you see. <laughs> This, this one particularly, I forgot to get it done in time. So, I only kicked it off from the second week. Yeah, I'm so, I'm sitting, I'm sitting yeah, with sitting. I'm also,
3: you in a relegation dogfight moment. Don't worry. We're together. But, like, you know, for me, I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. The, v- Varane does nothing.
2: No, Varane, Varane is a lot of money for nothing. Yeah, Varane yeah. does nothing. No, he, he's, he's absolutely terrible. I had to, The center back from Brentford. That yeah. dude is like clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets, man of the match. Does he score though? He doesn't score, but he averages like eight points a game. That's not bad actually. I'm he's, going to look into insane. him. He's insane. He costs nothing. Zapet is saying he's retired from FPL. Each time he signs someone, they lose form or get injured. If possible, I would sign the entire Liverpool team. Senzo, I want to ask you. You're one of those guys I didn't notice. As a United fan, do you ever sign Liverpool players? You had Trent. So you obviously don't have that policy. No,
3: no, no. But like, do you know what I had? Do you know? I so a friend of mine was giving me a crap for this. James knows how much I love Mo Salah, and I refuse to have him on my fantasy team. I can't as a policy. I can't <laughs> have a, a Liverpool player doing that well and putting him in my team. I can't. Like, I can live with Trent and stuff like that because Trent is just a diet look sure. and we all know that. But, um, yeah, but I can't have Salah there because I'll never hear the end of it. Yeah, you need Salah for... And my own friend, he's got Salah and Bruno, so every time he laughs at me, I'm like, yeah... And you put Ronaldo in his team as
2: well, so he must be laughing. He's all the of rest it. of his team must be made up of Watford reserves. Yeah. Um, Ryan, not know. Good also, team.
0: I don't know if you guys have the same issue as me. I often find, like, whenever I'm sorting my team for the week, because I'll leave it to the very last minute, I often find all the players I want to bring in, I always clash with, so if Chelsea's playing in Liverpool whatever, I'll always want to bring in a Liverpool player. Because I'm I'm seeing the points and then I'm like oh, but they're playing Chelsea and that's my team like is that a good move on my end I don't mm. so so which so, way do
2: you go which way do you go wh- wh- your um
0: <sighs> depends we it, are it, in the it depends on the player like for example I also had Mason Mounts in my team and I took him out because i know, in the beginning he started off strong and yeah. then Tuchel took him out and he just stopped scoring
3: I've got another question for you guys so like when you make your team right. Do you make the base of your team, like let's say the, the club that you support, you have to max out on them? Do you put three of them in or you really it really doesn't matter to you?
2: Right. Uh, James, can you answer that question? Um,
1: I, I used to be like that, actually, for real, yeah. real. But now, w- when we get to my team eventually, I'm not actually sure I have lots of Liverpool players. I let's see your Virgil. team, James. Do you have
2: it up really yeah. there? Sorry, I'm not asking you to talk and put up things and look like David De Gea, no, but a, I,
0: I, I'm with Sens on that. I also, When it comes to Chelsea, you, um, it's guaranteed. Yeah, no, I max
3: out. I max out. Like, United, there has to be a three standard. Like, I don't care. The rest of you clowns, we'll, we'll talk about it. I yeah. mean, it's
2: Mason Mount for me. It's Lukaku. Jesus, Anitore. James. Net six and chill. That's James's team. I'm reading that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Net six and chill. This is James' at point. Five in the back. Five in the back. This guy's got no fun in his life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's safety first, eh? no Van that's very Dyke, brave James there's James, safety see, in numbers well this is a good side man you've gone well because you've got Chilwell you've got Azpilicuets you've got Van Dijk uh, that is not a bad call Bruno Saka Tony Saka Br- Bernardo
0: James could be stronger up front though like, yeah let's, but because Bernardo Hardy plays that. he could be way stronger but I see
2: what James has done he's hedged his bets James is getting 36 points on clean sheets straight up straight, every straight up yeah good tactic you see that's David De Gea thinks like a goalkeeper he thinks from the back.
1: <laughs> I'm. I, I've been telling you guys, I'm not just a pretty face.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that is a good team. Guys, do James. you know? Do you know? Do you know who's? Do you know? Who's good, actually, good ch- policy. Very interesting. To see, James, it's quite yeah. funny because you see everyone's personality come out in their team. Yeah, <laughs> no.
3: i know. You saw that I'm very blockbuster. Like I like the flash. <laughs> yeah, stars. I like the yeah, flash. But like for me, do you know? Who's, do you know? Who's actually a good keeper to have. Even if these team loses, Hugo Lloris because he's, he's a good keeper and he makes a lot mm. of saves. Mm. Expensive.
2: Nah, this is, I'd pay it. I tend no, to no, go. No, sure. um I tend to go like Norwich keepers and uh, the lower uh, team keepers. Oh, you want those guys. because they're cheap, but they do make a lot of saves. They oh, yeah, the they goal, get they're very busy. Yeah, you know if, whether you concede one goal or five, you, you know it's the same points. But if yeah. you make lots of saves, or
0: um, uh, the goalkeeper from Leicester, his name escapes me now. Michael. Uh yeah. Like the like, no, because he he's he's, he he's damn good. Leicester is like he he is. There's one or two that he misses, but generally he's pretty... No, he's not, a, he's a like decent like five trooper. mil, I think. Huh? He's de- like five mil on... But the thing
3: is with Leicester, it's either they... Leicester can play a dull middle, normal draw. That's why I don't like watching Leicester games and having... Le- but Leicester will kill your giant. They, they will, and I hope it's not us this weekend.
2: Oh, you don't know. Brendan Rodgers linked away. James, are we any more teams? Is my team in there? Two more teams. Let's see. This is PDP FC. I love my name. I'm having a... Damn you put Diaz in your team. You're so vain. Of course I do. I love seeing Diaz. I love <laughs> seeing him so score. Vain. I love seeing him man in the match. It's I'm the best surprised he's not your captain. I've got a shadow team where I've made up my side of all the Portuguese players. Yeah, in the I was going to say. I have that side. Um, they're up and down. They actually do better than this team. But I've had an absolute nightmare over there. Yes, Mo Salah, guys. Oh. Well, you've got to do Mo Salah and Bruno and Ronaldo. I've Somehow I had to do it. And hey, you blockbuster. S- size up and down. Joao Moutinho doesn't do points, but I love my little Joao Moutinho. Tony, Mikel Antonio, Duffy, Rudiger and uh, Ramsdale, the Arsenal keeper, doing quite well. But I've had an absolute nightmare. I won my league last season, but stinking up the place this year. So, uh, guys, nobody
3: got. I, I don't think there's a person that got over 60 points. Last time. No, no. Because all the big teams kind of drew.
1: So there's there's no one amongst us that got sixty points because we we thought we knew what we were talking about at some point. Um but everyone else who watches the show and that's part of our league is actually doing really, really well. We us us people that do the show We're all at the bottom. Oh we? <laughs> yeah, we're all the guys.
2: Guys, guys, real, guys, 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 guys. and Nico, uh, not Zepeta, Nico. There's a uh, couple uh, of guys. Sh- uh, Sh-
3: that... I know. Said uh, Shapiro. Shapiro's doing yeah, well as they, well.
2: They all do so well. The guys on the show, we stink.
3: Guys, let's 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 we make a pose bet. The no, no, well, let's make a bet, guys. Whoever finishes last ha- ha- out of us has to do something.
2: No, I've been part of too many James. <laughs> let's do this and let's no. No, no I love I love the shirts of hurt. The guy who finishes last has to wear the opposition shirt. Of anyone else's choosing, so uh, we would have to wear so Liverpool a Liverpool shirt. Shirts shirt of hurt. Che- who did Chelsea? Who? Who?
3: Chelsea guys doesn't really hurt them because, like, no. No, did. but
2: uh, listen, uh, Ryan's already wearing shirts of hurt over there, sleeveless Joe. So I think he's okay. He's no, really, he's Ryan, Ryan, you have to wear Ronaldo shirt. <laughs> yes, sir. are you buying? Yeah, <laughs> wear <Well, laughs> yeah. well, my one.
0: Actually, wait, wait. I'm just, I'm just reminded of the tale. James, don't you have a bet with Senzo coming up? I think it's... 24th. Wednesday, the 24th. Yeah. This
1: is exactly why I no, said no, no. I'm already part of too many freaking bets and James, we should <laughs> do this and James... now No, you're no, in no. Pala, did marathon. you hear about
3: this?
0: Did you hear
2: <laughs> no, about this you bet? Because James, everyone thinks they can beat you. They underestimate you because you're David De Gea. No, 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 no. But are you De Gea- David De Gea? No, listen, ago, listen.
3: United Liverpool, loser... I have to wear the opposition shirt. shirt like, hurt. I have to wear a Liverpool shirt, and I have to do the show in one with Robbie Salah on the back, or like Which is or Mohamed Salah, or like Sadio Mane, or like, like uh, both. Salah your
1: starting centre backs are injured for yeah, Well, but Ronaldo's
3: still fine, <laughs> and it's <at> "Old Trafford <laughs> shirts um, of Hurt.
0: Just, yeah. what? I was gonna say, uh, have you guys got the shirts like ready? I and mean, who's buying? Who's bu- is it like
3: winner loser buys the shirt? Like
0: I don't what's, know. We'll just happening? take a
2: drive down William Nicol. Yeah on the day it and also knows. the
3: thing is do you, know you know what might be an issue I'll fit into James's shirt but James might not fit into mine so it's no James
2: is J- James, James is gonna don't worry I'll find you one big enough
3: I've got a big Man United friend so like just oh, to awesome.
2: finish off because he's not yet to defend himself I assume the final team is MKT's MKT. team I think he's bottom of the league if no I'm, I am you, I know, I know but I'm he's both. very let's all laugh at him oh, kinda good the uh. guy pretends he knows all about football Look at that mess over there. No, only kidding. That is a great team. Joao Cancelo so? is... What a great... That's a top, top choice. Creswell, Shaw. Jota, Grealish. Edison, yeah.
3: Because Edison I also just says... Wanna,
0: I just want to point out, like, for someone... For someone who always uh, talks bad about Luke Shaw being in a Sunday pub team, I mean, to have him on the front line, I don't know what his, uh, what his plan is there. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, but like... Oh, Zapeta just said... It's actually a good one. The one who finishes top amongst us chooses the opposition jersey that the one that finishes bottom will wear. That's fair. That's fair. Shirt of hurt time. That's fair. So who's who's sitting... Who's? I think Paolo's sitting top amongst us.
2: Yeah. Because I got my namesake, Ruben Dej. in the team. <laughs> You're so
3: vain. That is... I can't believe... Of course I'm going to do it all day long. I can't uh, believe This is
2: PTP... Uh, On the MKT show, not 100% takeover today. Maybe tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows what I'll do? Uh, We all suck at fantasy league. Everyone does. Don't anyone pretend you're good at fantasy league. Don't pretend you have statistics. It's all luck. There is no anything. It's just luck. We uh, got Palu's weird world of football coming up after this. MKT having sushi, getting hepatitis B tests. Good luck to him. Be back after these messages from no one, really. It's just for James to go to the toilet. Cliffcentral.com this is PTP on MKT FYI Bob. Right. ODB, old dirty bastard. Shout out Wu-Tang Clan in the break. Senzo, SSS, Sexy Senzo satibe was giving me some big numbers. Firstly, about Jack Grealish and then LeBron James. So. Which one do you want to throw at us first? LeBron James, guys. LeBron James
3: is, guys, this guy's going to be a billionaire. I think him and Ronaldo, I think now we're looking at like, Billionaire territory because I mean, they're both are
2: are they heading towards the first billionaire sportsman? Should they not? Active, Active.
3: I think, active, active, have to be. Yeah, because now LeBron James, so Spring Hill, the entertainment venture formed by LeBron James and his friend Maverick Carter, has taken an investment from a consortium valuing the business at 725 million US dollars.
2: Those are big numbers, that's a lot of money. 725 million. What does that uh, that company do? Do you know sports entertainment? Yeah, they represent.
3: So, so they do sports entertainment. So like they, so LeBron's got a show called The Shop,
2: right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, uh, the Barbershop. shop. Yeah, on yeah. HBO.
3: But it's not just sportsmen there; like it's people from yeah. all types of entertainment, and that's on HBO. And yeah, that's very popular and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah,
2: I'd love so, to know what his Liverpool shares are worth. So
3: it says LeBron James entertain. Wait, let me go into it. Uh, Let me go into the article a bit more because, like, bro, it's ridiculous. So, yeah. Well, LeBron Springhill gets an investment from Nike, Epic, and Fenway. Because, you know, J.W. Hendry Mm. advises LeBron Mm. on what to do. That's why he's got shares in Liverpool. So, yeah. He's going to be laughing all the way to the bank.
2: You know where we're heading with this? I mean, when does LeBron start buying up NFL franchises, NBA franchises, and things like that? Like, legit buying them up. I'm, does he take on the Saudi Arabians in the Premier League eventually? Ooh, no, that's that, that, <laughs> that, that, that those pockets are too deep, but I'm,
3: yeah, he's just a billionaire. With man. regards with regards to um that kind of like venture. Don't be surprised if LeBron James buys the Cleveland Cavaliers because he's from yeah. he's from Ohio and close to Cleveland, but like don't be surprised if he does that. I'm I'm waiting for it because he did say it because they asked him like, "Are you going to go into um are you going to go into um coaching when you like done he's like no, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to own a team guys like
2: well what what was the one advice they gave to Michael Jordan or Shaquille O'Neal one of them said don't be the guy don't be the guy who earns Shaquille O'Neal's money be the guy who signs Shaquille O'Neal's his, his checks. checks do not rich those guys <laughs> or... that's who you want to be you don't want to be Shaquille O'Neal yeah be the guy who signs his checks uh, Michael Jordan is he still involved in uh, uh, Charlotte is he still involved yeah he's the only black um, owner
3: only black uh, NBA owner so hey. Well, because it. because remember when there was that whole song about the LA Clippers and the owner said some racist stuff and they kicked him out? Do you know I was trying to buy that team, but they wouldn't let it in? Oprah. Oh really? Yeah, Oprah was like, Yeah, I've got the money. I'll give it to you up front. They're yeah. like, No, 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 no. If Oprah did, <laughs> they were scared. No, it's it's true.
2: It's true. But also, it, no, one's going a... to say
3: no to Michael Jordan owning a team. He's going to be like, guys, do you know who
2: I am? I bought this league. I, yeah, I, this built league was built on my uh, back. Uh, me, I built, the only person who you owe the league more to is the guy whose silhouette they used in the NBA logo. That's Jerry West, though. Exactly. That's the only guy. And Jerry West doesn't even own a team. He's like GM for the for the Clippers. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, um, listen, uh, NBA player triggered you this week you were very angry. I saw on social media having a go at one of the NBA players. Oh, Kyrie Irving. He won't have the COVID test either, right? He's not like going to arenas. He's a flake though. Tell me why. No,
3: because he's like, he wants to be a human rights activist and like you can't really rely on him because Kyrie Kyrie Irving, look, as great do you know I I was upset with him because it's like the third time he's done it.
2: And he's a good player.
3: He's a very good player. So he was the guy that hit the winning shot Mm. when Cleveland won their first title against the Warriors, right? So with that... He said, no, I don't want to be under LeBron. I want to go get my own team. So he go, decides to go to Boston, right? <laughs> right? He decides to go to Boston. And you know, yeah, Yo, Boston, okay, Kyrie Irving, you know, Boston, a bunch of young guys, good coach. I like their system. He goes there and he absolutely upsets everybody in the, in the locker room, upsets them. And when he was playing in games, they will play badly. But without him, they almost got to an NBA final. And like now Jason Tatum was flourishing. I was like, good, right, cool. Then Kyrie sucks again. Okay, I want to go to
2: Brooklyn now. I don't want any big stars coming to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I want to be the guy. Okay, cool. Goes to
3: Brooklyn. Then Kevin Durant has a moan (laughs) that the Warriors, that he's out and whatever. Then he goes, Hey, KD, come play with me in Brooklyn. Cool. Yeah, we're going to win championships. Fine. Then James Hart is like, Hmm, you know what? Where I want to go, I want to go to Brooklyn. So now they've got probably the most deadly attacking trio that has probably been assembled in NBA history. Now, Kyrie Irving, last year, he decided, yeah, I'm going to go off the radio. I'm going to do my own thing. Kevin Durant had to carry the team by himself because James Harden was basically broken. He was yeah. playing with one leg. And now, if I'm Kevin Durant, like I'd be so, I'd be so effed off with, with Kyrie Irving. Like, dude, what are you doing? Do you want to win a ring or not? I feel for it's for Steve Nash. Steve Nash must be having grey hair. Does, like
2: doesn't deserve that. He's gonna have hair
3: like you. he's gonna have a head of hair like you by the by the time he's done. And Steve Nash looks like such a nice guy because he's Canadian. And also, he's part South African, but like no, exactly Canadian
2: guys are the nicest people ever. Bulls, Bulls dynasty. Yeah, doesn't deserve that. Players won't getting aren't getting vaccinated. Won't be allowed into arenas. NBA starts next week, twenty fourth.
3: Yeah, twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth. Like, what? It's like, gonna be a mad season. I think it's gonna be crazy. But like, if you're the owner of Brooklyn, like, what do you say to Kyrie? Do you yeah. tell him get your ass a vaccine? Otherwise, I'm, I'd trade him. Actually,
2: listen. it's sh- Yeah, it's it's such a it's such a big issue. And I mean, if you watch any other American publications or any other American uh, mm. uh, sports networks, it's on all the time. Ryan's got something to add. Ryan knows what he's talking about. He's wearing an exclusive limited edition. NBA Lakers Kobe jersey Kobe
3: Bryant wanted that Kobe Bryant 8 not even 24 eight. that was not cheap <laughs> that's somebody's Either mortgage money-wise that's someone's morality. rent
2: that's, that's someone's rent Ryan add in, add in what you got to say um, so I
0: watched the oh I listened to the breakfast club yesterday you know yeah. and they were having a talk Charlemagne the God was talking about this whole situation with Kyrie Irving not wanting to get vaccinated and it's quite funny because I wasn't sure how people in America were going to feel because it's quite a divided um, subject, there, especially with some states you know, th- trying to abolish the mandates or whatever. But I saw Michael Jordan made headlines this James morning. I was
2: very excited when he heard the word mandates, but not quite uh, the uh, mandates yeah. he thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Old
0: David Gea <DeHay> over there. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He looks like David Hay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I saw, um, I saw Michael Jordan took a stance and he says... I fully back what, what they're saying Because now they They're not allowing uh, Kyrie Irving to Actually play Wait, they, He fully
3: backs what saying Who's saying
0: Yeah, yeah they, they won't have him On the home ground So Jordan cause, backs cause the Kyrie Or Jordan backs day. the league does Sorry
3: back Kyrie or does Jordan
0: Back the league uh, Jordan backs Jordan backs the league
3: Obviously backs the league Because he's an owner
0: yeah, no, and he he just says, he be, like the headline was, I believe in science, and so now he's been back, and he's saying, because uh, I think the Nets came out to say that, um, you know, they won't have him play at the home home ground, but maybe away games, but then they came out and said, listen, we, we don't, don't do want part-time you, players. Yeah,
3: exactly, but also the thing is, like, as well, dog, if you, if you as the home crowd... Your home team doesn't want you in there, arena, Why should I have you in mine?
2: Well, it's a developing story because, I mean, if you don't know the background of this, is Kyrie Irving won't get vaccinated. It's not a policy across the NBA. (laughs) Also heard majority, over 60% of Premier League players aren't vaccinated. So Kyrie Irving won't get vaccinated, which makes him ineligible to play in Brooklyn because of uh, the the, the, no no unvaccinated people in a public space. He can, however, train because it's classified as a private workspace and each makes their own rules. Then there are certain states and certain teams where those sort of rules don 't apply, so depending where they 're playing that 's where he can play I think that 's as I understand it yeah that's that 's okay. exactly
0: it and and then uh, Brooklyn Nets came out to say that they they support it, but as they won 't have like a double standard of having a part time player mm. like they won 't allow it, so he 's actually just not going to be playing so hey, man. It, they, they were speaking on the breakfast club this morning, and Charlemagne the God came out and he said, "Listen." If is he really wanting to go through with this with the amount of money he's going to lose because Honestly, now no one's but, gonna
2: but can
3: sign. he lose money? No, he, he can't lose money from his contract. Must be worth no, yeah, yeah, its Yeah, listen, he, he, he's not going to lose money from um like he's not going to lose money from from Brooklyn because the, that that money is guaranteed. Mm. But like his sponsors, are like Nike and stuff, they'll be like, um, look.
2: But, but based on but based on what? Based on he's what? Got the got contract. A, the he's, contract he's, was signed before. But he's got a sneaker a- line with Nike though. But, but to get out of it, they don't say... Oh, when yeah, they signed true. it, there was no COVID. True. You know but what But did I'm you saying?
3: say, but Nike already... He Nike, must know. No, but Nike already effed off with him. Do you know why? Because the one time they released a Kyrie Irving sneaker, and Kyrie Irving said, this shoe is trash. Don't put my name on this stuff. And I'm just like, this guy, he won't play the game.
2: But he must know that he's... Listen, we all know these guys. Nike will walk away from Puma or New, New Balance or yeah, Warrior or somebody will up. throw something at him next week. I don't think he's got too much to worry but I said, hey, either way, he's collecting it. He obviously knows. He obviously knows part-time, part-time baller. Oh.
0: And the thing is, when someone like Michael Jordan comes out and backs what the NBA is saying, he has to back uh, them. He's an owner. No, no, sure, hundred percent. But the thing is now that I think that puts Kyrie in an awkward position because now no one's going to take him, especially if Jordan backs it that much. I don't see a team taking Kyrie Irving on. Like he's just going
2: to be benched. We all know what needs to happen. Michael Jordan needs to get on camera saying Kyrie Irving would not take the vaccine and I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know I was going to do it. And it became personal for me, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, PTP. Palo's weird world of football. Um, I love the diversity of the NBA chat. That was some good stuff. Uh, but I want to sort of close off. Maybe we've got some time at the end with some sense of social media. still talk about this crazy... Um, full phone oh, numbers, full, full photo numbers, Maybe he yeah. can get himself a hairstyle while he's at it. I want yeah. to talk. Um, I like strange football, right? I like the, the weird life. things, odd things, you know, football brings out a lot of weird people because it's about passion. It's about, you lose your logic and often it brings up the weirdest stories. So to go with a weird feature, we thought we need a weird graphic and yeah. James has been hard at work. Once again, on Palo's Weird World of Football, graphic, for your viewing pleasure, listen, if you listen to this on the podcast, you're not going to see this beautiful thing. I don't know how to describe this to you without taking LSD. There are five fonts. There are five words, each of them in a different font. There is a word art footballer who's now been colored in. You know, we spoke about uh, Fantasy League teams I love seeing people's bad fancy League uh, yes. kit designs. And that's what that looks. Yellow shirt, pink sleeves, pink socks, black shorts. Images of me. The one I'm wearing 3D glasses. The other I'm wearing a mustache. That's a mustache, not a mustache. A, a handlebar. A nice oh. handlebar. And in the third one, James guarantees me it is a monocle over my eye. Yeah, it is. I'll take his word for it. Every time I see that logo, I go... Jeez, that is worse than the last time. James
3: must definitely be taking shrooms or something while he's the, while he's doing this like, Definitely. Like what? James what? Like where do you even come up with this stuff?
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe James going vegan and is mushrooms teriyaki. Mm. Um I uh I'm starting to get insulted by this graphic. I've got to be honest. And that's exactly what I want. Because he's having fun with you. (laughs) That was my brief to James. I said, James, offend every sense. My sight has been offended. Mm -hmm. My touch, because I know if I touch that, it's probably going to scratch me. It's starting to smell bad as well. So we're getting into a very good space. Of course, that graphic, it's worth it for Pallu's Weird World of Football. I want to talk to you, Senzo, while you're here. Tell everyone about... The Curse of Bella Goodman. Bella Goodman. Ah, shit. Bro. Does the name ring a bell? Wait. I've Why does that name ring a bell? Yeah. Don't Google it. No, I don't. i have going to tell forgot, you. It. I've, forgotten, I've forgotten it. But I'm going to tell you about The Curse of Bella Goodman. It sounds like a 1930s horror movie starring Bella Lugosi in the titular role of Bella Goodman. I did say oh. titular. James, calm down.
3: Yes, I remember this. Yeah, it's, just, right. it's very... Yeah, it's, it's, it's intense. Very strange. It's in, but it's intense though. So, Do p- the Hungarians... Do people know about Bela Goodman first and foremost? Oh, we're
2: going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Gonna, the Hungarians in the early part of this century, or last century, 1920s, were actually very influential in football. Yeah. You know, up until then, people were just kicking a ball and running around, like when you watch toddlers play football or Bafana Bafana. There was no real structure, organisational formations. The Hungarians were very key in that. They structured football. They structured formations. They hammered England. They invented what was called the WM formation. Yeah, and there was this guy
3: called Frank Pushkas. So I don't know if people have heard well, of him.
2: kind of. He was just kind of the guy. Yeah. So the Hungarians were very dynamic. There's been a lot of what-if moments in world football that if Hungary had won... Where would football have gone? They dominated early yeah. uh, Olympic tournaments. Mm. Before football got FIFAized and they became yeah. formal tournaments, Hungary were sometimes the unofficial best team in the world and unofficial There's, world champions. They
3: were, power, like, they were superpowers.
2: Power, powerhouse. They adopted early days of sports science. Yeah, Hungarians at the time, unlike their fans now who are just dirty racists. Yeah, and they beat <laughs> and cops fascists, up. Oh my God, they're the worst people. But there's a a great um, legacy for Hungarian football. So anybody coming around in Hungarian football at that time, you knew he had something about it. So Bela Goodman wasn't a great footballer. He, average footballer, was part of the Olympic team, Mm. only really played for Hungary five times. Remember, there wasn't much international football, so that wasn't rare or that wasn't unusual. Uh, And he goes to play in America... Has a bit of a career. Starts off a coaching career in America. you got to love his Wikipedia profile. As well as playing football, while in New York, Goodman also taught dance. Yeah. Bought into a speakeasy, which Mm -hmm. is an illegal pub. Invested in the stock market. And almost lost everything after the Wall Street crash of 1929. Yeah. This guy's a hell of a character. When he was playing with the Hungarian Olympic team in the 1924 Olympics, he was upset that there were more officials with the Hungarian team then there were players. Yeah. So, before a match, to demonstrate his disapproval, he hung dead rats on the doors of the traveling officials, right? Mm. <laughs> this guy was bonkers. They called him Mourinho before Mourinho, yeah. right? He was that sort of tactical genius, but like all genius, quite a little bit mad. Yeah. So he has this coaching career, goes all around the world, a lot of South America, a lot of America, and ends up coaching... But besides that, like, but besides
3: all of that, guys, what you failed to mention is that this guy survived the Holocaust.
2: Well, yes, let's, well, let's not just go over that. A whole section here, returned to Europe, Nazi forced labor camp. Holocaust survivor. Holocaust survivor. He returned after the outbreak of the Second World War. And yes, was thrown into a Nazi labor camp. And he survived the Holocaust. He survived it. He's survived This This guy's done a lot in his life. And this is before he starts coaching football. So the world of football, even in Wild West, early 50s, 60s, nothing to him. Yeah. This guy's lived. I went to hell and back. He's lived. So he ends up coaching Porto, who were a relatively successful team in Portugal, not as big as they are now. Yeah. Coaches in Porto, wins the league, and gets poached to go coach Benfica. Right. (laughs) So, it takes over Benfica and almost immediately what he does is he, Benfica established team full of internationals, Portuguese internationals, yeah. stars, he gets rid of 20 of their key players and replaces them with a couple of black kids from Mozambique. Yeah. Oh, they just so happened to be Mario Kaluna and Eusebio. yeah. Right. So, of course, back in that time, uh, Lorenzo Marx, as it was, was... You had birthright, you could play for Portugal. You were a Portuguese yeah. citizen, but Portugal was a fascist society, they didn't want black people yeah, around. Yeah. But kinda nothing heals racism like winning. So
3: Exactly. <laughs> you know. So hey, just a small player by you say,
2: named by the name of Eusebio. Yeah. Kinda, kinda. Kinda. He actually stole Eusebio. So Eusebio yeah. came over to Portugal because he played for Sporting yes. in Lorenzo Marx, yes. one of the feeder cubs. And Bella Goodman heard about this player. Sporting hadn't tidied up the contract. They had bought him over, he poached them. Eusebio, Benfica legend, Portugal legend, forget about it, one of the greatest yeah. players. If you've never seen Uzabu play, Drogba-like. Yeah. He
3: is powerful. Totally powerful. But, but he was like, but like quick, quick, quick. For that time. Yeah, for that and time. And for that time. Yeah.
2: He just was just an absolute alien. He was alien. unplayable, yeah. Alien. So, Benfica built a lot of their success around Uzabu Mari Kaluna, there were quite yeah. a few players at the time, Simoes. Win the European Cup of the time. Yeah. Now at the time Real Madrid made the European Cup their own. they had won five in a in row. row at this point.
3: The first five, yeah.
2: The first five, Benfica stopped them from winning the six. Yeah. Then Benfica win a double. They win the second. Yeah. Right? So now everyone's going, Sky's the limit. Yeah. We could win the next five. It's open for us to win the European Cup. Mm. Bella Goodman goes to the Benfica board and says to them, Look, been successful, stopped Real Madrid. I've won two European Cups. Got you the greatest team here. Yeah. do me a favor, bump the cheese up. And by all accounts, he wasn't unreasonable. This is a man who didn't it, care yeah, about it was, money, yeah, but just felt, you know, what I'm due. Like, come on, it's right? proven, yeah, you know, come on, guys. I don't want much. I was in a concentration I camp, kept, you, know, yeah, I'm, you know what I mean, <laughs> you know what I
3: mean? <laughs> but like, so, something,
2: yeah. Benfica in infinite wisdom go get out of here, not interested. Benfica was successful before you, or be successful after, after you. you. <laughs> the words of his quote of his curse Mm -hmm. as he walks out is that not for a hundred years for one century will Benfica win another European Cup spits on the ground curses Benfica now we live in a country where Muti is all over our football we take this sort of thing seriously Benfica ignore him nonsense Bella Goodman get out of here they appoint Otto Gloria they appoint Otto Gloria Mm. Who goes on and has relative success. (laughs) It's unbelievable what happens. Let me tell you what happens here with Benfica over the next years. Benfica have lost eight European Cup Finals since this, right? Since the curse. 1963, just Mm -hmm. after the success, AC Milan lose 2-1. 65? 65. Inter Milan lose 1-0. 68? You know 68. What happens? United come. Right. Wembley. 4-2, Al Beetle. Yeah. it says yeah, four two, four one, but I'm pretty sure it's four, four two. two.
3: And were and they were leading. Benfica mm. were leading, yeah. They were leading.
2: 1983. Nothing happens. Hall of seventies. 1983. Does it extend to the UEFA Cup? Yes, it does. Lose two one to Anderlecht in the UEFA Cup on aggregate. It was a two leg final then. Again, 1988. Benfica in the European Cup. To think that Benfica were making European Cups regularly? Yeah. Even in the 80s, just shows how European football has changed. Yeah. They lose to PSV Eindhoven on penalties. She was. 1990. Oh. The Dutch Masters, three Dutch Masters, Maldini, Boresi, they lose 1 0 to AC Milan. Yeah, but that Mil- Milan team was stacked. Yeah. That, was, that was before their glory. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the- Milan went on to dominate after that. But we're on six now. We're on hey, six, six European Cup finals since the curse. Yeah. In the 1988 European Cup final, Usabiu... Yeah, 1990. Yeah, before... No, it was 1990. Was it 1990? Uh, I'll take your word for that one. Usabiu goes to his resting place in Vienna to pray to have the curse lifted. Doesn't make a difference. They lose. It extends even to Europa League. Yeah. 2013, they lose 2-1 to Chelsea. Shout out to Ryan. 2014, make the final again. They lose to Sevilla on penalties. It's now gone 50-odd years eight finals I think Nothing. they hold the record for being the team to have lost the most finals can we ever break the curse does it extend to the Europa Nation- the Europa Conference League maybe no that's worries. the loophole Benfica Benfica fans I know a couple of you follow me that's the loophole that is the curse of Bela Goodman you must be loving it though don't mind it listen Portugal's <laughs> never made never made uh, uh, Sporting's never made or made one European final MKT I've tested Unconfirmed For all STDs Hooray But it's, the weekend's still young dog The weekend is still young That's what I say You're in Cape Town And you do say You look like a uh, Idris Elba So we'll see how How that weekend goes The Palo's weird world of Football but The curse of good Ben good Goodman good
3: Yeah because I mean I feel disrespected Guys I've just survived The holocaust I bought you Back to back success And this is how you You I bought the greatest, greatest
2: Portuguese, Portuguese player ever, ever. To that point and this is what you were referring famous. i put a hex on you. I don't put a hex on anyone watching. You've suffered enough for the past hour and a bit. The PTP show. Holding down the fort for MKT while he tries to avoid disease. Lots of syringes in Cape Town. Don't wear flip-flops. You'll get stabbed in your toes and get hepatitis. And listen, I'm not making fun of anyone with hepatitis. Not me. We're back. Last bit of the show. Maybe some social medias with Senzo. Yeah. Full photos making too much money. I can't even comprehend. Yeah. Go take a break. Send us some comments on YouTube. We'll, we read them. I promise you we do. And uh, we want to pretend you're real people. So let's put <laughs> 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 some in there.
0: <laughs> Cliffcentral.com.
2: I'm PTP, not MKT. STD free, MKT. Guys, it's all happening in the world of football. Zapeta recommend, recommending we watch first take on ESPN. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm super stoked to see uh, all the stuff on SA ESPN. The Kyrie issue has been a talking point for two weeks. hundred percent. That's what I saw. It. It's been on constantly. Yeah,
3: but like it's very...
2: Because now you're going to get...
3: Do you know what this, this sets a precedent for? Like other players, because, guys, you think football players are drama queens. Guys, oh. bas- bo- guys, basketball players are the most difficult people on earth. You'll do anything to, to keep your star player happy. You'll do anything, Paolo, because when your guy says, listen, I don't want to be here, you know, and you've mortgaged your whole franchise and you've built it on this guy, it becomes so electric and you're just like, What? And these, you know, basketball players, they're not loyal. Basketball players are loyal to two things, money and a ring. Like, they don't care. They couldn't care, like, oh, no, my dad played for this franchise. Is this franchise going to throw money at me? And are they going to guarantee me a championship? And that's all basketball players care about, especially, like, if you're, like, the guy guy. Because, like, every so often, like, there are, you must see the top 50 greatest NBA players, right? You must see the top 50 NBA players and the guys that played in the 90s. Look how many of those guys got denied rings by Michael Jordan.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, oh he so many all time uh, Hall of Famers. Famous,
3: like legends. Carmelo. N- nothing. Nothing. Uh, Charles Barkley, nothing. So, guys, don't want to be on that list and not have anything to show for it. Because, yeah, MVP means nothing. Don't mean a thing with uttering. But you know,
2: <laughs> but you know, the the and I want to say it, and people may disagree with me, and I'm, I'm probably I could be totally wrong. But you know, because of basketball, because of the size of the teams, it's so easy to swing a team, a franchise on one player. Yeah, you know, and that's probably why they know the power they have. You know, and it's such an interesting conversation around, especially Newcastle, of them taking over. People are people saying, listen, you know, when the takeover has happened, uh, listen. PSG were always a strong team in France. Mm. City were always floating eighth, ninth. Yeah. You know. Anyway, Newcastle have still got to bridge the gap to tenth. Then they have got to bridge the gap to Leicester and Everton. Mm. Then they got to worry about the top four. So it doesn't happen easily. Where with NBA, it kind of happens quicker than that. It and happens you can quickly kind of because in two or three years. Because think
3: about it. Think about how quickly it happened with, I'll, because like Boston Celtics weren't rubbish when they. But, like, think about with the Miami Heat when LeBron said, Look, I'm going to go to. I'm going to take my talents down to South Beach.
2: They became contenders.
3: They, they, they mortgaged. They did it in such a way that all three of their contracts ran out at the same time. So, they, all three <laughs> of them were free agents. So, these guys, and they got drafted, same draft clause. So, they probably got on the phone. They're like, Guys, yeah, I want to play basketball with my friends. I want to go win yeah, titles with my friends. So, listen, Dwayne Wade, you're already in Miami. The weather's great. In, Miami, great city to, to, to live in. It's warm, like, you know, things happen in Miami. Yeah, Dwayne was probably like, yeah, come here, because um, Chris Bosch was in Toronto. And look, as nice of a city as Toronto is, <laughs> one, it's in Canada, and it is very cold. Not Miami. <laughs> and it's very cold, so it's like, it's crazy. Uh, James, there's a comment for you. Um, Nico Kritzinger says, How are your legs feeling today, and is he ready for tomorrow morning? Uh...
1: F- fully aware the comment was there i was the one that put it up all oh, right um excuse me i thought
2: <laughs> it was bella goodman's ghost yeah <laughs> um pain <laughs> are you saw? is it
1: sore everywhere really you know it, it hurts to laugh it hurts to cough
2: um but my legs hurt most of all is the piece you did on monday with mkt is that still up people can still find it
1: yeah, yeah. So that's still up on the YouTube's, and I think we're doing you watch it? one every Oh week. my god!
2: Do yourself a favor. It was awesome, man. James. What do? We, how can you find it? What um, do we search?
1: It, it it is on the YouTube's. I'll tell you what to search in one second.
2: It will be on the Cliff Central Sport channel. Inspirational, eh? Oh my god, it's so good, James. Like I love James. I give James. We all give James a hard time. That's, hard, hard, but that's but wrong. no, but he's a, he's a good he's a good guy. James is one of the best humans, human being oh, honestly. But
3: you said he's he's, he's husband material. Son-in-law.
2: <laughs> son not necessarily husband yeah, oh, the wife
3: may not like yeah, yeah. the,
1: dad, son, the parents son-in-law love him um, it's on the Cliff Central Sports uh, YouTube page it's just called James's Story um, and it's got a cool little thumbnail that says the health journey ahead and I'm looking all serious That's James dope. so J- good
3: James can I ask you a favor
1: um, it depends no. I, I don't do anything outside of the the, the law
3: Listen, no, 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 not, not that. But I'm just saying...
1: I also don't get naked on camera.
3: No, listen. Okay, Any but more. it might be... It might, that time might come. So it might be if I have to go to court or whatever, you, you're going you're gonna to be a character witness for me because you're an upstanding guy and you know... <laughs> yeah. you, you trust <laughs> listen, people that wear glasses.
2: <laughs> people will trust him. People will trust him. Even if he was cosplaying as David De Gea. You know what something struck me last week when we were looking at the bad footballer images from the video games? Yeah. I didn't look for it. But seeing as we think that Charlie Kane, Harry Kane's brother, is the cosplay version of Harry Kane, I bet you the e-football version of Harry Kane looks like Charlie Kane. I knew you were
3: going to go there. I knew you were going to go there.
2: We got it. Unconfirmed. Unconfirmed. We're wrapping up the PTP show. Uh, Senzar gave me some more crazy numbers. Phil Foden this time. The worst haircut in football.
3: But even before we get to Phil Foden, two minutes ago. Two minutes. Breaking. Breaking news. Two minutes ago. Confirmed. (laughs) This guy's just, he's just nailed, he's just committed career suicide, I think. Pedri extends his contract with Barcelona until June 2026. It includes a
2: 1 billion euro release clause. You know, when that popped up, we sort of said release clauses and contracts are just to protect all parties. No way in hell does he move for a billion. That's just not going to happen. This is to protect Barca. Hundred percent, hundred percent to protect them. Uh, look, if Pedri's Pedri's smart, he doesn't leave Barcelona for five years. He's still twenty-three. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like the thing is, do you know? What, the th-
3: do you know what Barca putting such an outrageous close close on him? They learned with the Neymar thing. Uh, yeah, of course. They learned it. Though. They said like two hundred odd, and then some. Some uh, some PSG guys were like, what two hundred only? And the thing is about most people, what they don't understand about a re- release clause is. Once a release clause has, has been triggered, so let's say you put a release clause, a guy's $400, billion, 400 million, right? Once it's been
2: paid, it's out of the club's hands now. The player has to choose now. Well, that's what the PSG did to Neymar. Yeah, They paid the money into Neymar's bank account to pay to Barcelona yeah. to go. Um, You've got to ask, though, what is a billion, is billion euro, billion dollar? Billion euro's what is a billion euro release clause to newcastle does, it actually does, yeah. you know doesn't actually mean anything
3: anymore yeah because these numbers are getting stupid do, do you know why because like i can remember guys when zinedine zidane was the was the most expensive player in the world and he was
2: what 47
3: million pounds
2: my man i remember roy keane going from nottingham forest to united for 3 million and everyone almost lost their minds now, guys, what <laughs> numbers are we speaking about? If your club signs a three million defender now, you're like, oh, we're getting relegated. We're gone. We're yeah, we're not getting... That doesn't even cover Ronaldo's salary. It's mad. It's so mad. And the inflation, and listen, the Premier League clubs are so angry about it because they say Newcastle are driving inflation. No, but who started it? Do you know... Do, do, but I read a piece... Blackburn started it. No, no, no. But I read a
3: piece saying that the signing that made everything madness properly was Cristiano Ronaldo to Madrid because before that Zinedine Zidane was the most expensive player in the world for a long time 10 years yeah 47 million pounds and then Real Madrid were like listen we want that Cristiano boy for 80 million pounds I remember I was upset about it but at the end of the day who is going to say no to 80 million pounds back then No. in 2009 if they say we're going to give you but in hindsight looking at what Ronaldo has gone to accomplish and what he's done I think Madrid sure changed us they should have given us more
2: (laughs) course and then like fools who buy back james you want to add in something um so you guys were speaking about newcastle uh and all of those beautiful
1: things ruining football i read earlier today that apparently they want to make a move for um (laughs) they want to make a move to sign or sign uh sir alex ferguson as their manager and timo
3: Werner like they're saying Timo Werner might be the first
1: guy
2: but speak <laughs> because call- I, I thought the craziest story I read this morning I saw a headline Arsene Wenger to return to management but he's he's like coaching some charity PSG yeah. game yeah. in Qatar yeah uh, they want Alex Ferguson as their manager yeah, yeah they, so, there's some been ridiculous talk is about. That like have you seen it in more than one place yeah for real real not a drunk um, Twitter that
1: right? and the, the Timo Werner thing is something I've seen quite a bit and then I've also seen uh, Haaland linked to uh, Newcastle, but then I saw last night that he said he wasn't interested.
3: Yeah, so listen. So staying with Newcastle, so the Leeds owner, right? Ferguson, The <laughs> Leeds owner, the Leeds owner, uh, and Andrea uh, Razani. Radze- I don't Radz- know if you watched Radzani. the
2: Leeds uh, documentary. comes across as a really cool guy.
3: Yeah, listen to what he says. He says, clubs like Newcastle FC and City have unlimited possibilities. Leeds owner, Andrea Radre Zani has urged the Premier League to ensure financial fair play regulations are adhered to by Newco- following Newcastle's takeover. So
2: he's worried. You know that you're in a very poor place when, as a multi millionaire, you want us to feel sorry for you.
3: Yeah, you're crying. You're like, guys, please don't. <laughs> but I saw, like, they said something very stupid. They said, whoever takes over, whoever manages Newcastle, they're going to give them 100 million, $190 million in January, just nah. play around with. And then in July, when the real window starts, they said something like 500 billion. Yeah, I know. 500 million. For one window.
2: There's no way. Well, you know, every charlatan, Pini Zahavi, Mina Raiola, every leftover half never has been. They're trying to push them into Newcastle. Steve Bruce, not allowed at the game this weekend. They've said, don't come. Did they say that? He's basically not been fired, but they've told him, don't come to the game. They're slow roasting him. So he's. What's suspend, suspended with with no pay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the deal is because his assistants taking over the game, they just feel that he's gonna be bad for vibes. They feel that there's gonna be so much and this is this, Sympathy for him. Well, no, no. antipathy. Oh, other, that he's gonna go whatever. tell them that he's gonna try to tank the game. No, not that. I mean he wouldn't do that. That everyone's gonna be in such a good mood. If Newcastle start losing, they're all gonna start booing Bruce and take it out on Bruce. So like rather don't come. No, nah, it's just a, just a way to survive, exactly, dude. Like, like I said, like, to put him out of his misery. United fans, we've got a place in a heart for Bruce. Don't treat the guy like that. He's never done anything wrong. Yeah,
3: but the thing is, like for me, like you know, it's also like embarrassing for him now because it's like, dude, okay, and everyone knows that. Yeah, it's like, but like, how? I would hope you, it's nonsense. Yeah, but, but how, how would how would you feel if you if you're in Steve Bruce's shoes now? Like, what do you like now? You have to and you, the players. Yeah like...
1: I've I've seen some some horrible stuff written about Steve Bruce over the last couple of weeks or days and he's even come out and he said like I understand that people are passionate about football and it's it's a lot of people's livelihoods but there's no there's no reason for uh myself and for my family to receive the threat. Yeah imagine like you receive. like
3: Steve Bruce's wife. Like Bruce Steve Bruce can maybe take it, but like like let's say you like his wife or his kids now. Now people are saying all the stuff about your father and stuff like that and he hasn't really done anything wrong. <laughs>
2: He's done nothing wrong. Well literally nothing wrong. He was given a poison chalice. He had a follower manager everyone loved with a a chairman, a owner wouldn't give him a thing. With players who kinda don't care either, either. the fact that they still in the Premier League is a miracle and It's down to him He's not the best he, It's his hometown club Yeah I mean he supports Newcastle as much As the supporters <laughs> it's, 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 It says Astia who will Slander Ole At any chance we yeah, get man. But I mean It's, it's crazy it's, it's not a cool situation
3: No who, but But like for me The thing is, is Like Paolo how do you go to sleep Every night Like knowing that Okay tomorrow might be fired I'm not fired yet Well either. listen
2: I think there's I mean it's not A non-excuse but His payoff is 8 million pounds
3: yeah, but still, I mean, so I, I think be okay. Steve yeah. Bruce is not struggling for money. Let me, let's yeah. be honest. No, yeah, I think
1: be. I think that's where it's different though, because a lot of people, or not a lot of people, but like people can stress about losing their jobs, right? But when you're in like football or you're in certain industries and your paychecks are what they are, I I don't think when it comes to am I going to lose my job, I don't think that's asked a lot. Like, am I going to be Okay, if I lose, like that whole stress
2: that a lot of people have.
1: I don't think that's a thing in in the world of football. Yeah,
2: I think football managers are so well paid nowadays yeah. that you know you just need two big sackings and you you literally don't have to work. You don't have to work; have here. To work you just do it to keep busy. Yeah, you know and you'll get those nice football consultant jobs in Australia. I mean, what a nice life yeah,
3: to but, have, like my But Fielding I don't. But I don't think I don't think those guys are in it for that.
2: No, they, well they wouldn't be. I mean, I think you get maybe your first two jobs, your first two big sackings. You set up and then you... But just my, my,
3: that's what I wanted to ask you. So, like, you know, we're talking about, like, uh, managers who didn't really play the game and had, like, crap. Not crap, but, like, very mediocre playing yeah. careers. Why are they so good at man- managing? And then guys like Steve Bruce who have been there and they've done it all and they've won, like, you know, what whatever there was to win. Now they suck as managers. Which one do you
2: think is worse? I mean, that whole um, Manchester United class. You look at how many people came out of under Ferguson... Bruce, Marcus, Roy Keane, Ole, Giggs. It's not a sign of success. Zepeta saying, and I wanted to mention this earlier when we were talking about Newcastle. Maybe we touch into this today. We're talking about Leicester as well. Brendan Rogers, but he said he's not interested. Like I say, that's the jump. Why would I leave top five to go to bottom three? Yeah, but because the thing is, like, MKT
3: said it nicely yesterday. He said, like, you don't want to be the first guy in that job no. because you got, you're the guinea pig. Because even like if you're Lampard, like, cool, my name is getting mentioned, but like, you know, after they sack the first guy, they're going to go proper blockbuster. That's, and then when they go proper blockbuster, that's when we have to be scared as other clubs that now the real players are going to come play for this
2: guy. That's the thing. You know, Conte is the name that all his kids keep coming up. People going being a bit lazy. That's a project. He likes money. Conte. When last did he manage a relegation team? Yeah, with relegation players, with players mm. who aren't world class elite players. Mm. Every Premier League player is mm. world class, but when last did he manage that?
3: Yeah, is people, he the right guy to come in? No, and people like Zidane. I'm like, guys, Zidane likes things tailor made already. Like, do you but, think Zidane's going to go be a guinea pig there?
2: Zidane's waiting for France, and then you're France, maybe Juventus, then you'll retire. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's the Newcastle project is so fascinating because it's not like. Like when Abramovich bought Chelsea, but Chelsea weren't nonsense then. But he bought them the day they qualified for the Champions yeah. League. The rumor goes, he watched Chelsea Liverpool and whoever, and they were virtually a player for the Champions League. Yeah. And whoever won, he was going to buy. That's how the rumor goes. And Chelsea mm. won that game, got into the Champions League. He bought them. Even City, like I say, they were hovering there. Mm, mm. Newcastle are like closer to the Championship. My thing is my, my
3: thing is that okay, how long do you think? newcastle's project is going to like it's going to be really scary well how long do you think they t- how long do you think it takes them before they turn
2: into a, a city like team you know you i just look at someone like everton who have spent since they've their takeover okay not to the same extent they've spent half a billion on players where are they sitting now right. everton were higher they were a better level. They've had better managers. They've had decent players. And they're nowhere
3: near the Champions League.
2: Nowhere near. After half a billion investment, this takes six or seven transfer windows to even get a basis of a squad, let alone competing. But do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Do you
3: know who Newcastle's? They
2: must. Whose model they
3: must go look at? They must go ask Leicester what they did, because Leicester got it right. They got it absolutely right. Because now Leicester,
2: they don't. Like, Leicester are a genuine threat, guys. And, you know, they did get it. They got 100% right. They also, I mean, them winning the league was a million and one, which I suppose elevated them so far so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Where would they be? Hey, maybe timing's wrong. They could have got Claudio Ranieri, Newcastle. Two weeks difference. Yeah. <laughs> they could have got it. Yeah, and also, he he doesn't mind, you know, doing
3: that whole relegation scrap thing and, like, you know. Also, he doesn't take firings very personally. No, he's just,
2: you know. He's like "Ah, part of the game. No, the Newcastle thing is so fascinating. I think it takes—I don't know. It's it's fascinating. But do
3: not scare about Newcastle. It's the amount of money that the that the consortium's worth, guys. It's actually
2: it's actually disgusting. But you know the the so the hundred ninety million right? So the hundred ninety million in January, where are Newcastle in January? Maybe they're sitting seventeen, sixteen, whatever. Uh.
3: 190 million. It actually does nothing for them because no one's going to go to a 16th place team. right?
2: Who are you realistically going to get? Jesse Lingard. Yeah. United cast-offs. Yeah. Right? Realistically. Mm. And what does that get you? At best. Because remember, United cast-offs are still cast-offs. Yeah. Right? at best, what can you hope for? 10th. Right? Mm. Then you get your 500 million. Now, who's going to come to you? You don't have Champions League. Mm. You're not in the greatest part of England, and you don't have Europe either. Yeah, yeah. You, you know why am I coming there now? Get to Champions League, get there, and then you'll come. So they don't sniff Holland. Maybe when Holland's retiring, maybe if Holland's. Yeah, farther. they're not going sn- <laughs> to. Do you think they can get Eden Hazard? Realistically, speaking? we spoke about this Guys, on Twitter. You're Lord. focusing on the wrong We things. did have a conversation about it. I saw the chat. Eden Hazard being linked to go back to Chelsea,
3: Chelsea. because they want to fund um, the Haaland move, but what if Chelsea don't have, what if Chelsea don't have the money to buy ha- um, Hazard back,
2: and well, the craziest thing is, and part of it is that Chelsea, Roman and Marina don't hate the idea, but Real Madrid want Reece James bundled into the idea for thirty-five million. <laughs> Oh, you on crack? Deal off, <laughs> Perez. What is wrong with you? Yeah, Deal off. I'm worried about Perez. That I'm guy, starting
3: to worry about him. No, no, but that guy's
2: crazy. You
3: guys haven't seen how unhinged that guy is. No,
2: he's really starting to act really. Unhinged. My question is,
3: my my, my question, pulls. my question is, do you think they really had that 200 million for Mbappe, or they were just bluffing?
2: Never. That was the biggest flex in transfer flexes that I've ever seen. So Hazard to Newcastle. Interesting. You know. Hazard seems such a vibes guy. I reckon he'd probably go play for Chelsea for free in the Carabao Cup, then go to Newcastle.
1: Guys, you've got it all wrong. Yeah, all of all, you've got it all wrong. Santiago Santiago Munez Mm -hmm.
2: plays for them. Okay, that's that's all they need at once.
1: Yeah, they don't need Hazard,
2: but but they have him already, don't they? In the in the reserve team. Yeah, but only on loan. Make it permanent, yep. live the dream. We've seen it happen before. We've seen three movies worth of it, you know?
3: Yeah, but also, James, also another thing, speaking of money and all that, Phil Foden, guys. Yeah, get to the story. We've been teasing it. Phil Foden has signed a contract with Man is about to sign a contract with Man City, a six year extension. That will earn him about fifty million
2: pounds. Fifty million. Fifty million. How old is he? He's twenty one right now. And when does that contract run to? 2027. So five years.
3: So long. Six years. Six years. But my thing is that would you tie yourself down for that long?
2: You know, I suppose it, it, it's slightly different to the Pedri conversation. But firstly, who take Newcastle? Because we've had the conversation about Newcastle. Newcastle mm. couldn't realistically buy somebody for that time. Where does Phil Foden want to go? He's playing for the Premier League champions. Mm-hmm. Champions League all the time. How long does Pep stay? Pep's committed for a while. Yeah. And even when Pep goes, you're going to get another world class. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be your team as full Foden. Yeah, yeah. You, you stay injury-free.
3: They, gonna, you're going to be the star of that team. You're going to be the boss. You're going to be bossing it. De Bruyne is and gonna be Eng- Yeah, and you're going to be England's... How old Jack Relish.
2: Jack Rish is Jack Grealish? Uh, Jack Grealish is a Ah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be your team very soon. That's going to be your team very soon. De Bruyne is, you know, De Bruyne can go on, but you're about to become the guy in that team, the English champions' hometown team. You mm-hmm. remember he's from, he's from mm-hmm. the academy. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to t- tie yourself down? Why wouldn't you? And then by then, what, you're 27, and then you can go have a nice, Mad- you know, a few Mad- days in Madrid, siesta in Madrid. Why not when you've won everything? So. Well done to Phil and Crazy, terrible hairstyle, though. Terrible. Well, he's got money now. Well, uh, lots of it. Lots of it. We'll have lots of it. He's misbehaving himself. Him and Greenwood. Remember their Snapchat, <sighs> I- Icelandic babes. <laughs>
3: yeah, but like the thing is like also, I mean, I'm sure, you know, after that happened, you know, Pep must have given him a pass because and say, listen, bro, I get it. You're young. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But like if you want to be taken seriously as a footballer, can't be doing stuff like that. Yeah. And from then on, I mean, oh, and also Pep had. I mean, if Pep wants you out cold, bro, Pep will slow roast you. In fact, he'll come out and say it like, yeah, you're surplus to requirement. Cheers. You can play football,
2: just not chair. And here he is. And Phil Foden's been. And I can go get anybody else. Listen, Pep managed Phil Foden phenomenally because there was all that clamor let him play, let him go. And Pep was like, just be patient. And you watch Phil Foden, you watch him in tight areas crazy I don't know if you watched and listen, we spoke about what's the relevance of beating Andorra I don't know if you watched that game where he played in that sort of like a quarterback role yeah just pinging like pillar it was insane to watch the guy is so talented it's his ridiculous his ceiling is so high it's ridiculous and now he's going to dominate for years yeah <sniffs> but... anything more we're going to wrap up you got any more stories one last thing to go off with
3: yeah because like wait I'm just trying to see like sorry there's just a lot I just want to like find a fresh <laughs> it's store. typical
2: one of those days where it's slow start and then we pick up all the stories but I think that's all we have time for Yeah, on the PTP show I'm back tomorrow 100% my no MKT he is running Senzo Senzo wants to say something very quick oh guys um, tomorrow
3: actually let me just like this post tomorrow, I want to talk about a very interesting post because and it's got a graphic as well. And we'll discuss it. They say we've checked the difference in points and positions after seven games from last season and this season. So they compare who the most improved um, team this season is on in the Premier League. And yeah, it's very interesting.
2: That's called a teaser. That's professional broadcasting. Keep you wanting more Cliff Central Sport on all the socials. We're on YouTube. Check out James's journey. Amazing piece. I'm PDP. This has been a show. This has been a show. It's warm outside there in Joburg. Put in your sunscreen. Right? drink lots of water. Cover those, cover those shoulders. Yeah, I might get sunburned. Cover Ryan. those shoulders. See you tomorrow.
0: Central.com.
2: Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT, here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs, live on YouTube every day from twelve till two PM Central African Time, and from three to five
1: approve this message yes you can
0: cliffcentral.com